music so much, RJ. This might have been the best intro we've had for this so far. Yeah. That was so nice. We should start with this song every time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they won't care. So nice. No. <laughs> Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Uh, I got to do a fun thing this week. Yeah. Uh, so South by Southwest has been going on here Ooh. for the last, like, I think it goes for like 10 days or something. Um, Damn. Is but, that a uh, one location thing or is that just all around the city? It's the it's so big, so it's just okay. the it's it's spread out throughout this area of downtown Austin, but downtown Austin is like pretty small. Okay. So yeah, but uh, I went to the Evil Dead Rise premiere. So oh. I went to the premiere of the new Evil Dead movie, which is pretty oh. sick. Did they bring back Bruce Campbell? Uh, he was there. He wasn't in the movie. Okay. He was there. Wasn't he in one of the newer iterations of the movie? Uh, not movie. He was in the Evil Dead show that went mm. for a couple of seasons, which is really okay. good. Yeah, that dude does not age. I swear to God. No. Yeah, you know him from Burn Notice, right? <laughs> yeah, that's where you yeah. know Bruce Campbell. <laughs> that's yeah. <laughs> is that the actor's name or the character's name? I just know him as Dude from Burn Notice. <laughs> that plays next to the toothy guy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that actor's name, but every time they show him in those previews, he just like. He is the guy Pierce face you know, oh, from yeah, Memento. Totally. Memento. Yeah, yeah, just that oh, that's like toothy, like, what the fuck just happened face? <laughs> horse yeah, face. Dude. Yes, he got, he got horse face. <laughs> he got Sarah Michelle Geller face. But yeah, Evil Dead Rise. I saw it in the, it was the first time for me going to the Paramount Theater, which is like a super old theater where there's like a lot of shows that come through um, at that theater. Uh, so it was pretty rad being in that theater. And then the movie was awesome. I loved like the evil dead franchise and this is top tier, like top, top of the heap for evil dead movies. It's it's yeah. The director, because they did a Q and a afterwards. So like the director, uh, the two female leads, uh, and then the producer of the evil dead franchise, Sam Raimi, who made the evil dead franchise and Bruce Campbell, they were all there too. Wait, he made the whole thing or just the more recent ones? Sam Raimi? Yeah. No, he made he him, him and Bruce have been with the Evil Dead franchise since the first movie. Damn. So like Sam Raimi, that was like his first most of these directors, they're like especially the good ones like Peter Jackson too. Like their foray into film is typically through horror movies and then they tend to venture off into other shit. Peter uh, Jackson? Oh yeah. Okay, his early his early horror movies like Dead Alive and Meet the Feebles are fucking sick. And then uh-huh. uh the Michael J. Fox movie, um, where he sees dead people. Fuck, what's that movie called? That movie's this, good too. Back to the Sixth Sense. No. Okay. <laughs> Man, I can't think of what that movie's called. It's really good. It has a Oh Gary Busey's son in it. Um Jake Busey. Jake Busey, yeah. Yep. That's all I know. <laughs> Uh, J. Fox, Peter Jackson. Uh, that movie is called The Frighteners. Oh yes, is that the one with the faces in the wall? Uh, yes, that's yeah. like the, the cover of it. Yep, I was wanted to see that when I was a kid, and I saw the video store. My mom's like, "No, that's too spooky for you." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like most of these like directors that are like really good directors, they typically start in horror, especially the ones that came out of the seventies and the eighties. Uh, just because it's low budget stuff, and they're able to do cool shit. But yeah, Sam Raimi, mm. he's that he made the franchise. Him and Bruce did. 
Hmm. Uh, and Sam Raimi has directed all of the movies up until the last uh, reboot that they tried in like 2016. And then this movie, uh, which this movie is really, really good. I really liked it. Mm. What do you think about the um, the newer one that came out? I want to say in like 2012. That's the that's the last reboot that they tried. That's the last one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that one's what, good. It's not like it's missing some things as far as like what an Evil Dead movie should do, but it's still mm-hmm. a good movie. Okay. Yeah. I, I heard a lot about that one. I've never seen any Evil Dead movie. I've just seen parts of them, mm-hmm. and I heard a lot of people talking good about that, saying it was like a revolution for the type of horror movie that it is, being like a remake. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, the next generation. Whereas, like, the Freddy versus Jason shit doesn't really play out too well. Yeah, it came during those times where, like, they were trying to reboot a yeah. ton of horror franchises. Yeah. And so it kind of got lost in the mix. It was it was definitely better than most of the ones that were coming out. Okay. Um, but it was still, like... Uh, if you if you decide to watch Evil Dead, if you just if you watch Evil Dead one, two, or three, you'll realize that there's like specific things uh, in them where like the camera work is like really particular and really weird and strange. Mm. Um, and then uh, is there's... it kind of like those exploitation films? No, he uses okay. like uh, it's it's kind of hard to explain. There's these shots that he does where like it, it the camera is like as if it's like floating. Um, Spike Lee actually uses a very particular, similar shot where how how he does like almost a, like a Dutch angle that comes in. Oh, like and do the right thing. Kind of, yes, he uses yes. it there, okay. but like yeah, the camera's like floating. But he uses Sam Raimi uses it like in a horror sense where it's like it's floating and it's moving really fast like a demon. Yeah, uh, and it's hard to it. It's really tricky how they like do that camera work because you can't. Uh. You're not supposed to see the shadow of the camera, especially over water and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so like the camera works really particular. All the movies have like an insane, insane slapstick, almost slapstick comedy to them. Yeah. They're really funny. And then the third thing is they have to be like over the top fucked up. That's just how yeah. they are. And so this movie is just like the the director, he's this Irish dude. And he said, he explained it really well, which is it's just relentlessly fucked up from beginning to end. And the movie is, which I loved. Okay. Right. And it's not fucked up like in... Like Saw is fucked up or Hostel is fucked up with the torture porn. This is different. Yeah. This is just okay. like, are they going to do that? Yeah, they're going to do that. Okay. <laughs> it's Yeah, I like that kind of stuff more in horror movies where it's just like, I mean, if you're there for that type of movie where it's just like gore is going to happen. The yeah. Saw and Hostel shit, it's like they build the suspense before it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, like you said, it's torture porn. Like, yeah, I'm not... Not a huge fan of that. Like some of those movies had good plot lines, like good storylines. Bad for jerking off. Real bad for jerking off. <laughs> yeah, because I don't know if something better is going to come around, and I don't know if I should just keep edging. You know? <laughs> like, yeah, he fell into a pit of needles, but like, is somebody's head going to get cut off? I don't know. Yeah, can you imagine that psychopath that edges to the Saw franchise? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just wait for Quentin Tarantino's scene in Hostel. <laughs> yeah, it really gets me going. First, I play the the dead inward storage scene from Pulp Fiction, and then I go to Hostel. <laughs> yeah, and then I watch Inglorious Bastards and wait for the bear juice scene. Oh, That's yeah. a magic scene too. Yeah. <laughs> God. But yeah, so Evil Dead Rise is really cool. I'm excited. That movie comes out in like a month or so. Uh, oh. So that should be fun. But yeah, South by Southwest, they do all sorts of crazy. You know who was there? Who was like a. Uh, 
special guest that was very prominent hmm. uh, throughout the festival was Chelsea Manning. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah she was there because it's not like it's not just film and music. Like my partner, she like ran. She was like right next to Leon Bridges at one point. What? Yeah. So there's like t- there's like film and music stuff. Like she was right next to Nick from the New Girl for a little bit. But there's also like a ton of huh. like tech stuff and like Chelsea Manning stuff that she's talking about and stuff like that. So hmm. yeah. Have you ever seen any of uh, Nick from New Girl's other movies? Like yeah. his uh, the Mumblecore ones. Yeah. There's the uh, the one that he did with a. Uh, there's one at the cabin where he inherited from his mom. I forget the name of it, but that one was good. Yeah, there's like a breakup one with uh, Olivia. I want to say maybe Olivia Munn is in it. I can't remember Ooh. though. Or Olivia Wilde. Yeah. I always forget. One of the Olivias. One of the O's. Yeah. Yeah. It, I like the a lot of those like, um, fuck, what's that dude's name from the league? Jay. Oh, Duplass, the Duplass, Duplass. brothers. Yeah, I like yeah. The, a lot of their like mumblecore movies. Yeah, they I were on a roll for a little bit. Like they yeah. had that one HBO sh- TV show, like Room. Yeah, Room One Thirty Seven or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, it was kind of like Easy. Yeah, there's like little vignettes, but it just all takes place in like this one room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I finally finished Ghost Ship. No. Isn't the ending the best? The ending was so <laughs> fucking perfect. I forget what new metal song they play. It right was there. Mudvayne. <laughs> yeah, right. it was for sure Mudvayne. It was what the dude was playing while he was operating the crane. Uh, or no, he was like he was one of the engineers of the ship in, early in the movie, and he started playing Mudvayne. And the dude came and he's like, "Turn this shit off." I was like, "Hell yeah, Mudvayne!" And then I finally watched the end. I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, I just want that beautiful. movie. Like the ending yeah. for whatever that's setting up, because there's no yeah. other ghost ship movies. I don't think. No, <laughs> I need ghost ship two. I need to like. I need to see. I need ghost ship two cruise control. Like, <laughs> I think that's what speed two is called. I think speed two. Is it is speed cruise two. control. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which it takes place on a cruise. Yeah, and that's why they call it cruise control. But it's, it's I don't know. It's just so stupid. Uh, that was. Did you ever see speed two? Yeah. It was such a bad movie, but I loved it. I realized I fucking love boat movies. Yeah. <laughs> like, after watching Ghost Ship, I got excited while I was watching it. I was like, damn, this is a good-ass movie. And I was like, Deep Blue Sea was sick. Like, yeah. fucking uh, Speed oh, 2 sucked, uh, but I loved it. Boat Trip, Cuba Gooding Jr. and Horatio Sands. 13, uh, 13, 13 Ghost Ghosts. movie. Yes. Yeah, that's the movie that the, the co-worker liked. Okay, that oh, might nice. be what we're talking about. And Devin says it's, he's a big fan of that. Mm-hmm. You like Life Aquatic? It's a big boat movie. I do. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I was thinking I need more boat movies. You know, we you had... like uh, Periscope Down or whatever? Oh, fuck yeah. I love Periscope Down. Yeah, that's a funny movie. Kelsey Grammer. And uh, uh, was it Crimson Tide or Clear and Present Danger? Clear or and Patriot Pre- Game. Clear and Present Danger, I think. Yeah. That one was sick. Hunt for Red October. Oh, that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yep. I grew up watching those and like uh, all of those movies and like the Pelican Brief and the Firm. I don't know why. Those are like the only like R-rated movies I can see because my mom liked Harrison Ford and Sean Connery. She's <laughs> like, you can watch this. You can like watch Tom Clancy novels. All moms liked Harrison Ford at one point. Yeah. No. Yeah. 
And what's not to love? He's a beautiful man. He is. Indiana yeah. Jones is coming back soon. Really? Yeah, he has a new Indiana Jones movie coming out this summer, I believe. Where he's mm. old as fuck and he's de-aged and shit. Oh, God. Yep. Uh, well, I don't know. The technology's there where they can like make it believable, I guess. Yeah, we've come a long way since The Irishman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I think it's just so funny that Harrison Ford does not want to fucking act anymore and they're just like you're gonna keep doing it yeah <laughs> like he must have signed an indiana jones contract or something well he loves that franchise he that's Does like he? one of the few yeah that's one of the few i think the uh the jack ryan franchise is the other one that he like really enjoyed too but like star wars like people always joked about like the only way that they got him to come back to star wars was that they promised that they'd kill him in this movie <laughs> um, it seemed like it his yeah. face the whole time was like fuck this i'm gonna go <laughs> crash another fucking plane i want to die <laughs> yeah because he he wanted uh he asked lucas to kill off his character in empire like he wanted him to die in wow. that movie so <laughs> <Yeah>. space is gay <laughs> <laughs> well he, yeah there's like a bunch of interviews back then of him being like looking at dialogue on the screen on the paper and like being in this like makeshift uh, uh, ship the spaceship where it's just like yeah. I'm supposed to say these dumbass words and press yeah. random buttons yeah. <laughs> talking to this fucking bear dog yeah. pushing these buttons wear this dumbass outfit saying this gay shit yeah. just give me a fucking whip and a fedora and put me in some fucking cave dude. exactly this give me a little Asian gay. sidekick yeah. good to go give me a small tie boy <laughs> And send me on my way, please. Yeah, and he can call me Dr. Jones. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Jones. <laughs> and that man will go on to win an Academy Award. Yeah, well, eventually. For looking like Jackie Chan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I could some... not believe that was actually him. I swear, I swore that was Jackie Chan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, for the first part of that movie. <laughs> Damn. Uh, have you ever seen the movie Witness? Yes. I fucking love that movie. It has such a good yeah. like, synth score to it, too. That's one of my favorite, like, Harrison Ford movies. Yeah. Fucking Amish bitches. One. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? I always get that confused with For Richer or Poor. <laughs> a little different. <laughs> with Tim Allen and Kirstie <laughs> Alley. But, you know, same setup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. There's always people yeah. hiding in the Amish communities. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, we used to have plane movies too, like Air Force One. And then, like, Snakes on a Plane just kind of ruined it. Yeah. You know? We need some more cool 90s shit, just yeah. like. Like Con Air. Fuck yeah, Con Air. <laughs> Con Air was so sick. What's the one with Snoop Dogg? Like, Soul Plane? Soul yeah, Plane. Yeah, Soul Plane. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we need movies like Con Air where there's a converse, there's a scene where a pedophile is having a conversation with a small girl. Yes. We need movies yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> and a rapist is named after the amount of victims that he's had. Yeah. I'm about to be Johnny 14, Holmes. <laughs> after I raped this child. <laughs> yeah, that movie's fucking <laughs> sick. Oh, so good. But he left the little girl there. He didn't yeah. rape her? Didn't rape her. Just sang a yeah. song. No. Yeah. Steve Buscemi's world. redemption arc. Do you think he would ever have come back from that if they, if they just like showed the girl dead or something? Like he would have <laughs> forever been known as like the pedophile murderer. Yeah, he's the. That's the same character from Billy Madison. 
don't know if you know this. (laughs) (laughs) Same universe. Yes. (laughs) Damn, he was playing it very similarly. (laughs) No. Damn. Yeah, I watched, um, for the first time, I watched Platoon this week. Oh, that movie's great. It was amazing. So good. I need to get back into war movies. Hell yeah. So We Were Soldiers is one of those movies. It's so goddamn good, and it's not brought up enough. Is that Mel Gibson? Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of remember that. I think our friend Seth uh, used to watch that. Or Phil. Somebody used to watch that all the time. Um, that and uh, Black Hawk Down. Basically like any military movie. Yeah. Um, Platoon versus Apocalypse Now. Which one do you think is better? Uh, just Apocalypse Now and it's filmmaking. I think uh, yeah. Platoon, like, uh, I think there's a lot of scenes. I don't know. It's I think maybe some of the war aspect of it is probably better, if that makes sense. Like the I was authenticity say, to war. Yep. I was going to say Platoon is a better Vietnam movie. Yeah. Apocalypse Now is a better movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it, w- it seemed very, um, like, similar to the stories that I heard growing up. Yeah. But the scene, oh, the scene that I wanted to talk to you about in the very end, uh, after uh, spoiler alert for you know a movie that came out in 1986, um, when spoiler Charlie alert Sheen for Vietnam for Vietnam <laughs> we won the fucking Nam. <laughs> yeah. um, when the other troop comes in to like save Charlie Sheen after the whole like battle's done, they have a Nazi flag on their on their like Jeep or their tank or whatever they're rolling in on. Mm-hmm. And I looked it up and of course people on Reddit were like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, but they talked to, uh, I guess Oliver Stone talked to this soldier. That's like a consultant for all of Hollywood's war movies. Yeah. And he told Oliver Stone about that. And they asked him like, well, why a Nazi flag? He's like, yeah, well we saw Nazi flags out there. Like it's same reason people would fly, fly the, uh, Skull and crossbones flags, like we had state flags. It was basically just like we were nineteen year old kids. Yeah, we were in war. We wanted to be as fucked up and rebellious as possible. We wanted the people to see us as like as stormtroopers, like there to fucking murder them. Yeah, I'm like oh, that's interesting. But also interesting that they just decided instead of skull and crossbones, like yeah, we're gonna use a Nazi flag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, funny thing about Apocalypse Now is that was originally going to be made by George Lucas. Really? Yeah, like he hmm. had, he w- had the outline for it, and he was like, I think he was thinking about going into production on it, and then decided to do something else. I forgot forget what, but then f- he gave it to Francis Ford Coppola. Hmm. And he made it. Um, but speaking of Nazi flags, uh, I was watching American Pickers this week. And yeah. uh, they go into this guy's room, and this guy's uh, a veteran. I think he's an army veteran, and um, he's a historian of militaria. Yes. And so they go into this room, yes. and there's just a there's just a Nazi flag in the back, right? And then there's like a Confederate flag in the back. And I'm like, okay, okay, you got, okay, you're like a, yeah, okay, you're, this is just yeah. your house. Mm-hmm. And this is your military memorabilia. He's got like tanks on his lawn. I'm like, okay, like you, you collect stuff, yeah. right? And then you dive deeper and he's like, he's got a bunch of Nazi uniforms. And I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, you like collect stuff. And then you just see in the background, 
Okay. <laughs> Jewhead. Well, in the background, <laughs> a framed nice picture of Hitler. And okay. he talks about how he was stationed in Germany and married a German woman. And most of this stuff that he got that was Nazi stuff, he took back from Germany. Ooh. So this guy, like, again, there's one thing to be like, I'm a history buff and I like mm-hmm. preserving history. Yeah. And then there's another layer of that where you're like, I preserve history, but I only keep it to myself in my well. house. <laughs> and then there's yeah. the next layer of that, which is like, I love Germany. I live the fucking <laughs> life. I married a German bitch. Yeah. yeah. And I have a what looked like a very old picture of Hitler that he probably found in Germany, and he took the time to hang it up in a prominent spot on his wall. <laughs> and I was just like, it's uh, of course the American Baker guys, they, they don't care. They're just like, they're trying to make money and oh, know, make yeah. a TV show, you know? But I yeah. just thought it was so funny how like, it was just like these, these bread, cl- bread crumbs. If you paid attention to the episode, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's behind this door. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I'm, honestly, like that type of stuff, <laughs> That's going to sound bad. <laughs> that type of stuff does attract my attention, too. Like, as far as collectibles go, mm-hmm. because it is, like, it is so taboo and more rare. Like, you don't find that shit at, like, swap meets usually. No, yeah, like, like George Harrison. It's a, hol- it's a holographic Charizard. Yeah. You know? Like, <laughs> it's the Hitler card. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you find a holographic Hitler, like, you are made. Yeah, George Harrison, he collected uh, Nazi memorabilia stuff. That, like, specifically, he collected that. I think it's interesting. Like, I would yeah. like to collect all memorabilia-type stuff. Like, I have a few army medals and stuff that were, like, passed down to me. But th- there's something about the stuff that you're not supposed to have that is, yeah. bit, like, more interesting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, like, it's it's weird when you're, like, yeah, this gun with a bayonet killed many men mm-hmm. <laughs> and i have it in a room in my house and that no one else sees <laughs> rj's got a mosin nagant from uh it, from the russian military what they use in world war one and i believe in world war Two also right and rj you can talk in the microphone instead of <laughs> nod and be on your phone jesus christ it's predominantly in world war Two. they made a lot of those but you know it was in world war Two. yeah is it a oh, real okay. one yeah, yeah. Good so people, who's their blood on it? Well, there's a bayonet with it too. Oh, like it it's a real bayonet that was issued with the rifle. But does it have blood on it? <laughs> it, have blood on it? I don't know. I cleaned it off because it was gross. Oh yeah, it had all that cosmoline shit on it. You little bitch, you're not preserving yeah. history. No, you're destroying history. Yeah. <laughs> we did use it to stab a briefcase, though. It was pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> and then we shot it when the briefcase was on the end. <laughs> did we shoot the... No, that was with, uh, with Zach. We went up shooting, and he had a bayonet for his trench gun, his shotgun. And we stabbed a watermelon and put it up in the sky and shot it off of the bayonet. <laughs> it was pretty cool. RJ, do you That's have fun. a dream gun that you want? Um, Not really. No? You don't want like a M16 or something, or an MP4. I, I mean, I have guns. Oh, I that, um, yeah, I guess I have some that I do want, but it's just like if I, it's not like I, I like I will go out of my way to get it. If I get it, I get it. It's not like you know. So even okay for me, I'll say one of my dream guns is the Steyr AUG from uh, from hey, Die Hard, the Christmas movie. 
from the Christmas movie Die Hard. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, the one with the, like the goofy looking one. Yeah. With the with the cool handle in the front. That's just one of my dream guns because I loved it in Die Hard. Like, do you have anything from movies that you're like, oh, that would be fun to shoot? Or I mean, there'd be there's stuff that I would just like to shoot. I just want to shoot like I want to shoot a Tommy gun. Ooh. I, I don't want to own it because it'd just be a waste of ammo. I feel like Tommy guns should be legal. They should. Because they're just so cool. (laughs) And, like, I don't know. Nobody's going to commit a mass shooting with a Tommy gun. And I do, like, a lot of the the stuff from World War II, like the the rifles they've had and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, too. Is it a mosque or a... That's where Muslims go. Yes, no, no, no. people would take the Tommy gun. <laughs> no, that's a World War II era <laughs> rifle, right? It's like a it starts with a, a Mauser. A, Mauser, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, right? yeah, those things are look cool. Yeah, Mausers, like, Enfields. The Mosin is similar. And they made a Mosin carbine, which looks more like it. Springfield, uh, 1913, I think. I think I would enjoy shooting those guns. The only time I really enjoyed shooting a gun was a thirty out six and. Mm. It was because it was like bolt action. Yeah, and yeah. that's and, my shit. I love yeah, that. That's why. That's why I enjoyed it. But anytime yeah. I've like shot shotguns or handguns, I'm just like I don't. I don't okay, care. mine's a bolt for the most. Let me tell you, if you if you enjoyed the bolt action thirty out six, you're gonna love the shit out of an AR-15. <laughs> like, <laughs> but it's not bolt like, action. I want to do. Matter. I just want to. I want to do one bullet and then. Yeah. That. <laughs> so but imagine just having Doing a that nice not having to like, do that every <laughs> well, time. No, you can have a nice enough rifle. <laughs> you got his ass, RJ. Yeah. <laughs> imagine that without the ch ch that's the fun part. But no, I get it. Like the sniper rifle aspect of it is cool. Yeah, I want to play like, Enemy at the Gates. Ever yes. seen that movie? Dude, oh, yes. yes. That's, <laughs> that's all Mausers and yeah, Enfields. That was a sick movie. Yeah. Love that movie. That has a weird uh, sex scene. Oh. Yeah. I mean, all... if you pause it, you yeah. can see Rachel Weiss's ass. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> Yeah, would always pause during that see, time, and he's like, "Hold like, on, they're gonna full <laughs> frontal in other movies now." Devin, you know that, right? Like, she has lesbian scenes in movies. What? Yeah, <laughs> was it the Mummy Three? Because I didn't see the Mummy Three <laughs> with Jet Li. No, it wasn't that one. That's where yeah. they. That's where they meet Jet Li. But uh, no, she has one where, like, uh, I want to say that she's a she's either a nun or a Jewish lady. Maybe this is two movies too. Maybe she played a nun in one movie and a Jewish lady in another movie. <laughs> she could be a Jewish nun. This could but, be Enemy at the Gates. Yeah, she has like full on lesbian sex scenes in movies. God damn it! <laughs> you just go back the to wrong movie. Enemy at the Gates and The Mummy and Constantine when she's in the water. <laughs> uh, I switched to The Fountain too. You know? Oh yeah, <laughs> I like the more dramatic parts. <laughs> damn, Enemy at the Gates. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you should just get an old like military rifle. You know? Mini but, fourteen would be cool too. Uh, Mini fourteen is one of my dream guns because it's an AR fifteen that people don't think is an AR fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> like nobody if you put that side by side with an AR fifteen and you're like, which one's the one that should be illegal? Everybody's like the AR fifteen, obviously. They're the exact same thing. <laughs> it's the same fucking gun, and it's so great. People can't give me shit about it. Yeah, I think I just, if somebody was just like, what do you want to, like, shoot? I'd just be like, give me something from World War II. Let me just go through them. Let me just play with them. Yeah. Let me look at them. Let me take them apart. I do want to try different calibers, too. 
That always fascinates me. But I'm a, I'm, I'm a retard when it comes to guns. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> in, in the autistic way. Yeah. Like, yeah, of course. Yeah. Is RJ smarter with guns than you are? No, he's the opposite of a retard. You yeah. <laughs> <laughs> want gun go pow pow. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like I want to know why they did the boat neck design on this one. Kevin, and- did you hear it? He went, yeah. Want me to do it again? Yeah, and I'm like, well, the case case pressure in a 50 BMG, under 30 out six, like 50 BMG is really just a scale. Devin, I shot the watermelon. God damn it, we need another one. Like, why do oh, they keep was, using the 303? It was that gun. Hmm. Uh, is it a, a Heckler and Kosh? Heckler and Coke. That's Coke. what I. That's my Asian K. Yeah, the what are we talking here? Massen, Massenweggenbeer five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, MP five. Oh, the um, that was before it was H and K. That's the Gewehr forty five or Gewehr. <laughs> it's an old like World War Two yes. looking gun, right? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I forgot cool the caliber of that one. Yeah, those ones, those are neat. I think that was a semi-auto, too. So that one, you don't get to do the ch-ch. <laughs> but it looks cool like it does it. a ch-ch. Um, says oh, fuck, HK, German, so it HK-21. Be, it would be Mauser. So it would probably be, it might be 8mm Mauser. Okay. Dumb fucking round. Yeah. There's like 303 Enfield. Guns back then were so round. cool looking. Guns now, I think, look stupid. There's a lot of guns out there. I don't know. They're all like boring. Well, the, everyone's just on this AR-15 shit that I could give a shit less about. What's the what's this World War II gun? I remember playing it with it a lot within World at War, where like it has a stock on it and it kind of looks like a Tommy gun, but it's not a Tommy gun. Oh, this, this uh, is it German? Stenag. It might be a Stenag. Does it, it have German? a magazine sticking out the bottom? Yeah, like in the middle of it. Yeah, it's like a. I think it's a Stenag forty-five. Yeah, it would be a forty-five. Forty-five, something like that, or it started with an ST. Didn't they get that from like the Tommy gun or the Tommy gun? No Tommy. Ooh, an M1 carbine. That was a fun gun. Ooh, yeah, I shot one of those. Oh, you did. Caliber's gay. Is it? What you want is an M1 Garand. So look up M1 Garand. I remember using an M1 Garand in World at War. That's, Ooh, my, yeah. that's so, my only context for these guns. Okay, so World at War, that would be in the Ooh. sniper class or the marksman class, oh, but no. the M1 carbine would be infantry. Oh, it's a PPSH, whatever. Oh, yeah. That gun. Those are cool. Uh, that's remember, an 8mm, I, I think. I remember getting stoked on the Mosin Gut, whatever that gun is. That's what RJ has. That's what you got, RJ. Yeah, with the yes. bayonet. Oh, okay. Got yep. it. Yep. That shoots a. Thirty out six round. It's a little bit shorter. Seven six two by fifty one. Fifty four. So fifty the the. That's three oh eight. Yeah. Yeah. This is just talking guns. Yeah. This is <laughs> welcome to gun talk. You want to talk about seven six two by sixty four? Oh, sorry. I meant thirty out six. Yeah. No, I don't deal with the stupid numbers, man. It's just <laughs> it's just sizes. Mouthy. Just you get real mouthy over there with your calibers. Well. I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna be autistic real quick. Basically, they use so the thirty, the M1 carbine is a thirty caliber. So it means the 
bullet itself is 0.3 inches large. Then you think about like a 50 cal. She said. (laughs) Yeah. RJ, you could relate to this. 50 cal is 0.5 inches. You know how long that is. But uh, yeah, a lot of them, like they have the 303 Enfield that the British used in the war, World War I or two. Um, I think we use, I think we use thirty out six here. So we all centered it around this thirty caliber cartridge, um, and I think it also had to do with NATO because they had requirements on like what bullets you can use to kill people. Really? Like, yeah, or it might have been some early treaty like predating NATO, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was all centered around these like thirty caliber cartridges. So you have like tons of different calibers, and then when you go into like Russia. In Germany, they use millimeters, so that's when the 7.62s come into play because that's, like, the equivalent over there. But, yeah, they had a shit ton of calibers, basically, and different designs with, like, little tweaks that made it better or worse, and then they just settled on the cool shit that we have now. Cool. Now we got 300 Blackout, which is pretty fucking cool, too. (laughs) We have cool names like Blackout and Tempest. (laughs) You're not allowed to be a recreational gunsmith, right? Um, I mean, it's not recommended. <laughs> no, like, I mean, like that as a a career doesn't really. Like, like, you can't be like, I want to be a gunsmith. I'm gonna, you know, start with my own business being a gunsmith. Okay. <laughs> well, here's the thing: you could change out a trigger or something, but like, if you're talking about making one from scratch, yes, highly illegal. <laughs> Highly illegal. I can make a sword from scratch. I, I won't get in trouble for that. No, <laughs> no. And honestly, what if I don't make the in public? What if I only make the gun? Don't no, make the it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. You can actually make the bullets. That's fully legal. My neighbor does that. That's one hundred percent okay. Tons of people do that. The problem is the gun itself. <laughs> That's where you're in trouble. But it's really only because it's not registered. Oh, what if I got it registered after I made it? Um, if you don't get caught in the meantime <laughs> making it, this is a legitimate thing. Is it? Um, yeah, they're called ghost guns. So, ooh, ghost gun. Yeah. So, with an AR-15, you can buy you can buy the upper receiver, which is like the top part of the gun without the trigger and the handle and the magazine. You can buy that on Amazon and get sent to your house, you know, same day. <laughs> you can also buy Thanks, Bezos. You can also buy the lower receiver and it's called an 80% lower. So, it's a piece of metal that's complete it's unfinished. It has a few spots that need to be milled out with a machine and some slots that need to be drilled until it will be a fully functioning gun that you can put those two pieces together. So, you can buy those there's no serial number, no registration. You can get them shipped to your house same day, no 10-day waiting period. <laughs> Once you drill into that 80% lower, you are manufacturing a firearm, and the ATF will show up to your house. And you. <laughs> what, is, what does the ATF do these days? That's what they do. What they about the people drugs buy those part things. of it? What about the alcohol no, no. and no. tobacco part of it? That's all they care about, firearms. So why are they still called the ATF? They don't, are they cracking down We got down the on- DEA. DEA is the Drug Enforcement Agency for drugs. They don't care about alcohol and tobacco. Yeah. 
Well, no. Like, I'm making my own tobacco in my backyard. You technically can't grow your own tobacco either. Really? For smoking purposes, and you can't make your own alcohol over a certain percentage. You have to make beer. Right. You can't make a still, you know. I can't make my own tobacco. Nope. That's so illegal. stupid. Not if you're going to smoke it. That's why the ATF is dumb as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> They're also, so people were buying uh, oil filters on Amazon and screwing them onto the threads of their threaded barrels for handguns and using them as silencers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the ATF has been showing up to people's houses that bought these oil filters, which are legitimate air, like oil filters yeah. for people that use them. So they've also been arresting people for buying oil filters. That's crazy. Because they're dumb. Yeah, you don't have better things to do, ATF. Yeah. It's like if there's a loophole, close the loophole or just like leave it alone and be like, oh, you got me. Now you can make your gun quieter. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. Um, all right. So this is episode 134 of the podcast. This is my mix. This is my amazing mix, RJ. I don't, you, you better have loved it. Because I fucking love this mix. I love this music. You son of a bitch. You better have loved it. Uh, Simply titled Screams from the East. Uh, These are all bands from mostly from Japan um, and then one from Singapore um, that are these uh, cool modern screamo bands. And then two of them that have kind of like evolved with the times, I would say. Yeah. Uh, especially the first band, if you listen to their early stuff compared to their newer stuff, that you could see a progression. Um, so yeah, I really like this modern new screamo stuff. I've been listening to it a lot. It hits all the right uh, spots for me. It hits my G spot real nicely. Ooh, yeah, yeah, it gets my my legs are shaking. Gets me a squirting liquid. Gets you squirting? Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know that's just pee, but that's okay. Yeah, I suddenly become possessed by a demon. <laughs> by a clit demon. Yeah. You haven't been possessed so by speaking a in clit tongues. demon. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not going to get into that here. But yes, I have. I call him Squirtle. <laughs> Pokemon reference. Yes, okay, I got to pee real quick. It's, You're not allowed it's to. So bad. No. It, <laughs> if I can't go now, it's going to happen in my pants. Okay. He was doing a Squirmies. <laughs> Another Pokemon. It was. It's not a Pokemon. Uh, they should make a Pokemon named Squirtmeats. RJ, I'm at the uh, the last the Divine Shrine uh, okay, for nice. the DLC. Do you I get the to... Do I get the bike after I do this last shrine? Last shrine, then you got to beat somebody. Yeah, and then do I get a bike? And then you get the bike. Okay, is the guy to beat pretty easy? Because all the other uh, having to fight the stupid things again, they were all super easy now. He was fine. He, I, you got through him. I didn't die at all. I was like, cool, done, bike. <laughs> Where are you? I almost, this was last week maybe, I almost just put down the game doing the Master Sword stuff. Oh, the, the, just to level it up? Yeah, because the very first time I did it, I think I almost got to the very end, and then <laughs> yeah. I died, and I was like, oh, that's fine. I'll just start back in this level again, and it put me nope. at out of it and i was just like nope, nope nope you son of a bitch and so it got in my head of like i have to be careful and then that fucked me over i think i did the master sword trial like eight or nine times and i wanted to oh shoot goodness. something so yeah. bad it's so frustrating it was one i wanted to kill someone 
but these divine beast things are super simple. I don't understand. Oh, easy. I don't understand. But the bike's so fun. Oh, well, I just don't understand like the point of making like super hard puzzles to where like you have to just look up something. Like it's not even like like you can. I don't know who would be able to figure out these things by not looking up anything. Like you would have to be Zelda again. Yeah, because you left. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so like some of these puzzles i'm just like no this is like you have to look this up i don't know who the person is that doesn't that can just like look at this and like be like oh yeah totally this makes sense um so that's the one that rj was playing thing. the one that rj was playing was like that like it showed you little pictures of part of the map like a topographic map oh yeah and you're supposed to know where to go yeah yeah it's and then we're bullshit. looking at the map and i was like I need to see one of these. Like, you need to find one so I can see how that translates to this map because it doesn't, it doesn't look the same as the map. Nope. Like, you have to fly over it or something. Yeah. And from really high up. I did the desert. Dumb. And I was just like, oh, I know where those are. Like, but then everything else was just like, nope, you're on a mountain somewhere. That's cool. Well, in yeah. the desert, you knew the random rock where that thing, where that tremors thing is. That well, not kill? that one. I knew yeah, where the exactly. one was. Yeah, exactly. I knew where one of them <laughs> like, was, and I was excited. Some fucking random rock in the desert where you have to kill a tremor a fucking thing in the sand. And it's like, <laughs> how the fuck? Am I? I'm never going to just wander over here on a map. Yeah. You know, like, I maybe something. There's probably people out there that's like, I've walked every square inch <laughs> of Hyrule. I'm just like, fuck you. I'm you not going to. You can actually see your hero's path, and you can actually see where exactly you've walked. Oh, really? Yeah, go to your map and I oh, think press yeah. Y or something, and it'll be like the hero's path. If you got all the DLCs, and it'll literally show you the exact path you did since the very beginning of the game. There's a big section of the map that I don't care about going over there. Yeah. <laughs> you should see that to see. Oh, yep, I skipped that part. Yeah, because like I saw, sh- I saw a shrine over there. I'm like, meh, I'm all right. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> <Yeah>. over there. <laughs> yeah, I did the I, same I, thing with Elden Ring. There's like a whole like lava area. With a bunch of dragons and like scary dinosaur beasts, I'm like I'm cool. <laughs> I'm cool fighting wizards and shit. I'm staying away from that. Yeah, I've seen three dragons now, RJ. I've yet to see my fourth dragon. What? Yeah. I thought there was just the one. No, no. they're all different elements. No. You lied to me, RJ. <laughs> but I also think it's bullshit that you're doing all this stuff in the DLC, where like you upgrade your master sword, but it's really like you don't really get to use the upgrade like you're never like in a position where like you really need to use the upgrade of the no, it's just sword. like kind of free play of just <laughs> running around doing stuff yeah yeah so you can kill like little creatures yeah, like, i one shot power you. shot yeah. yeah i could do that with a fucking lionel bow with fucking three fire arrows or three bomb arrows on there like that i could do the same the thing five arrows i haven't got i haven't gotten a five they're around you just, uh, they say what you could do is just run up to one of them and if he like shoots you with five arrows then you get cool i'm gonna kill you <laughs> if it's like anything less to be like ah, i'm just running away you're not worth my time yeah uh but it's bullshit that you're doing all these things in the dlc and it's just like it just your your lightning comes back faster <laughs> <laughs> it's like this is so stupid like you couldn't give me like two more like double the lightning you couldn't yeah, give me some six other... lightning strikes instead of three yeah, some other uh, like they gave you the motorcycle but you have like you have to do a bunch of shit to get it right i don't mm. even care about the motorcycle that much i just i like yeah. running around on my feet yeah i like being a man of the people kissing yeah, babies no, shaking hands no, you could jump yeah. off a mountain and <laughs> exactly. not get hurt at all I don't care about that. No, it's so fun. <laughs> this isn't GTA. I'm not playing GTA. <laughs> um, excuse me. If you jump <laughs> off a mountain in GTA, you're getting fucked up. No way. Yeah. There, there's one of those tall skyscrapers in 
is it four that you can ride motorcycles off of and be totally fine? Well, in five, the current generation, you die <laughs> if you fall off a skyscraper. What if you have all your cheat codes in? Okay, if you have the cheat codes in, that's different. <laughs> you can do a bunch of shit. Yeah. Does Zelda I, have cheat codes, RJ? Not that I know of. It has glitches. Nah, I wish I had a cheat code where I think you'll never die. I do love that about older games and I guess just the Rockstar games how they just kept the cheat code system in there where you can just literally like turn it on the menu now you don't even have to like look up cheat codes it's like yeah just put it in there yeah that was the best with GTA 3 of being like I can never die and I have every weapon yeah just always at five stars I'd never have to that's why I've never beaten a GTA game because I played three <laughs> San Andreas and Vice City, and I think I played some of four, but like I've never finished one of those because I just get the cheat yeah. codes and just hide. It's and, fuck around time, yeah. Yeah. You try to fly the dodo as far as you can. Yeah. Well, I just started playing Just Cause four. Just Cause. Just Cause. Yeah. Just Cause. Yeah, just Cause. But uh, it's, you know, it's very similar to Zelda in the sense that you can parachute. <laughs> And I guess you have a zip line, so that's not really like Zelda. Does it not make sense because you have to have special armor for fireplaces, but your paraglider is still wooden and it doesn't catch on fire? Oh. Yeah, it's kind of stupid. No. no. Where they're like, you have to have special armor to come into the lava area, but your paraglider doesn't catch on fire. This is my yeah, but problem. Everything else does. <laughs> your this is my your wooden boat yeah. on oh, fire. Oh, it all, it all <laughs> yeah. conducts electricity. Wooden shield on fire. <laughs> yeah, except for Link's earrings. Those don't conduct electricity. Yeah. <laughs> or his penile implant doesn't <laughs> conduct electricity. Oh, uh, and I'm pretty sure Zelda's gay. Oh, that would be such a burn on Link. I'm pretty sure. Whole well, time, he, he's Link, trying to get that pussy. No, Link fucks a fish lady, but I'm pretty Ooh. sure. I'm pretty sure Zelda's gay with the Gerardo lady, um, the the desert camel lady. You know what I'm talking about, RJ? Oh, that, yes. that champion. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're gay together. Which is cool. was that the Amazonian bitch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. fine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, have you seen Lean Beef Patty on Instagram? Of course, brother. Oh get that. My world has been changed to? forever. I, <laughs> I figured I, I, I saw that I you haven't seen follow- anime okay. muscle girls. Come All right. <laughs> All right. I'm so sorry. Dude, she just came out with a shirt that's so fucking sick. I want to get it. It's just a, a shirt. What do you think of you're her. This is okay. like this is like RJ last week talking about conspiracy theories. Come on. Okay. Right. <laughs> Come I'm on. So sorry. I'm so sorry. I should have known, but she fucking rules. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to get her shirt. To get her. Um, all right. So my mic's called Screams from the East. Uh, Devin, I'm going to say your favorite song is three. Your least favorite is four. And your favorite artist is one. Um, RJ, I'm going to say your favorite song is one. Your least favorite is five. Because it's the beginning and the end. And then the band that you'll look into more is one. I agree with that. Yeah. One, five, one. One, five, one. Three, four, one for Devin. Um, all right. I'm excited to hear your guys' thoughts on these songs. And uh, for most of these artists, there's next to nothing for them. <laughs> so there's not even like Wikipedia. There's not even like yeah. bios for them. There's yeah. like, there's just, they're on band camp. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. When they get like, I don't know how a lot of these Japanese artists like figure out how to put things on Spotify because none of them. So for your mix, 
and my mix next week, mm-hmm. they don't have a lot of listens. No. But everything that I found about like a lot of these bands, they're like relatively well known bands. But they're I don't know how they figure out how to put shit online. Yeah. But they never put fucking <laughs> bios in there. Nope. They never put links to anything. It's like this first band's been around for like thirty years. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing? They're just playing shows and making a living, you know? Yeah, I guess yeah, I guess that works. Maybe they have Japanese Spotify. I don't think so. Well, I, I imagine I it like so this. Either. Like literally you have a band, right? And you task Devin with creating a bio. And it'll be like, Devin, write a bio about us. RJ, Asian. Devin, sick of shit. Mm-hmm. Mike, you know, gay. And that, Why that's am I all gay? you're going to. I don't know. You, You'd both be gay. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but you do. And mine think, would just say less gay. So, <laughs> and then you'd go on the bio and you're like, there is no definition about this band. But so I'd have a link for to, somebody else's podcast. I'd have a link to like something. To what? You know? Your Reddit page? Yes, probably. <laughs> Yeah, I don't so, know. I so do no something. information, but yeah, it is hilariously lacking in information about any of these bands. It makes me think Japan has a different internet than we do. <laughs> maybe. Like maybe we need to go on the dark web. Um, all right, so let's get into these guys. Uh, the first song I have on here is called "Dawn and Gaze" uh, by the band. So it's Envy. like Devin. Shut up. <laughs> I was waiting for that one. I'm Don, your gaze. <laughs> hey, Don. <laughs> hey, Don. <laughs> uh, uh, the RJ is the gaze because of shoegaze. Um, by the band Envy, off of this album called The Fallen Crimson from 2020, track number nine, six minutes and 44 seconds. It's also pretty amazing when you when you dive in further into these bands that they're just naming of stuff is great, and I like it. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so Envy is a Japanese screamo band formed in Tokyo in 1992. They are signed with Rock Action Records in Europe and Temporary Resist, or Residence Limited in North America, though it's originally label. Uh, they worked with Level Plane Records. Initially influential in the post-hardcore and screamo scenes, Envy soon began to employ elements of post-rock in their work as well. Uh, they have released seven studio albums to date. Uh, as well as several EPs and splits, most notably with Jesu and American post-hardcore band Thursday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, original member and vocalist Tetsuo Fubugawa left Envy in 2016. Uh, in 2018, Envy announced a new lineup uh, with some dudes in there. Japanese press release added the two members had left the band and founding guitarist and drummer uh, were no longer listed as members of the band. Oh, I wonder if that's why their sound kind of developed more. I'm looking at the albums right now. Mm-hmm. Last one I heard was Atheist Cornea mm-hmm. in 2015. Interesting. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Tetsuya Fukugawa re- joined Envy on stage for the first time in two and a half years in 2018, cementing his return to the band. This was subsequently confirmed via the band's official social media pages. So it looks like the singer came back. Um, all right. So Envy, is they're, they're fucking cool. Uh, never heard about them up until this last couple months. I saw that they were like old. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And I uh, fell down that rabbit hole of them. 
Uh, I love this song because uh, I wanted to have a nice variety of songs. The, f- the first iteration of this mix didn't quite have variety. It was all kind of the same. Um, but I was happy to find this song um, because it's a little bit more upbeat, I would say, compared to the other songs. Mm. Um, I would say they use a little bit more of the emo in the screamo, I guess, if you want to put it that way. They put the emo in screamo. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, this song fucking rules. This band rules. RJ, talk to me, brother. You put this mix on. You're like, it's it's Asian screamo bands. Okay. Uh, Well, I didn't know this first. Okay. Going into it. So you didn't get that from the title. And I think we talked about it the last episode. You actually mentioned that there was one from Singapore. So I think and we talk about Japan a lot. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> not at all. I don't even know what you guys are talking about. Um, that's when he's thinking about dinner. <laughs> so yeah, like what I'm going to order from DoorDash. Yeah. Um, Did you so, get your DoorDash account back? Kind, kind. Okay. One of my accounts. We'll talk did, later. Did they kick you out? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he said, you ordered too much DoorDash. <laughs> for not tipping. You don't tip. Yeah, it was a scream <laughs> yeah. from the east that I heard. Um, so I heard this, and it reminded me of Julian Baker's sprained ankle in the beginning of just the harmonics. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, nice call there. All right. And I was just like, this is just this. And Look then at RJ. Under- Look at the big fuck. brain on RJ. You really <laughs> fucked my head with that one. I was trying to put my finger on what that was and for was like, so this long. Is, this is the Phoebe Bridges or like Julian Baker song, and then I had to go through there. I was like, oh, it's sprained ankle by Julian Baker. Damn, he just but it, it's like the, the same shit thing. You, Devin. Marathon running my yeah. ankle. Uh, Baker. And then he started talking, and I'm like, I don't know what he's saying. And then I tried to look at the lyrics, and I was like, ah, okay. There's no lyrics. The lyrics. <laughs> and then I was just like, like he's saying, what does <laughs> So then, um, and then they got to the screaming part. I like the guitar. I like the screaming part. I don't know, you know, just, this, overall, this is a good song. I liked it as an intro. And I did find lyrics for it. In case you guys want to. English lyrics? Yes. Okay. What does he say? Um, Can you read us the Japanese lyrics? I I do not know that. (laughs) But he starts off with I put together all the excessive words so many times, a future which begins by these fulfilled days. The reason for why I'm standing still is the connection to the past self, carrying so many overflowing thoughts in its heart. Then he starts to scream, chant it all over again. A farewell is a beginning. Wonder around binding all the days, suppressed your voice until the end. Of this world, I walked with my eyes shut, guided by your hands. Never forgot their dusk or the dusk from when I first saw you. And then he goes back into the talking again, which I don't know what he says there. Dude, oh. Japanese language is so much better than English. <laughs> yeah, no, I was I heard those lyrics and I was like, damn. Yeah, okay. that sounds like it's a haiku. <laughs> it, it, it's like poetry, but also you wouldn't use those lyrics. In like a an English language song, yeah, I played a samurai game, but then also it could be like the American lyrics to an anime theme song. Oh yeah, like do you ever see the subtitles for like an anime? They're the best. It's like the hero is here <laughs> with big muscles. Yeah, big muscle hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the big muscle I'm hero. You on? He isn't scared of demons. <laughs> and then just sit guitar lines. Yeah, but this song was cool. I liked it. It was fun. It was awesome. Well, thank you nice. for the translation. There's, mm-hmm. there's a near the end of the song, the drums do something a little bit different, and I call that a Dustin beat. Song. <laughs> yeah, yes. There's like a weird thing that the drummer does where he just like changes up what he's doing, and it sounds exactly like shit Dustin would do. Yep. Yeah. He was good at uh, reading those things. Like, yeah, it just needs to be a little bit different. Yeah. 
Perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ven, ven lejos de los malos sueños donde nuestro amor no sienta miedo. Sorry. Yeah, when that came on in Mike's mix, I was kind of thrown off a little bit. I see what you mean about the drums there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, I think a, he said, where is my luck? A Spanish version of the Dragon Ball GT opening songs. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's <laughs> fucking cool. Sorry. I thought it was Japanese at first, but yeah. All right. Um, yeah, no, I, I, liked, I liked the band Envy a lot. Yeah. Uh, I so going through these albums, I heard uh, their first one, uh, "Breathing and Dying in This Place," then the one with the red on it that I remembered. All the footprints you've ever left in the fear, expecting ahead, which I know is like a Japanese like title for an album, but yeah, just that sentence sounds fucking cool. Yeah. And it's so post rock, which they were. I feel like they were doing a lot more post rock stuff back in the day. Hmm. And they were more known in the post-rock scene rather than, like, the screamo scene. Yeah. And that's how I heard about them. They were loop, uh, lumped in with uh, mono and toe, which is more, like, mathy rock mm-hmm. um, and light. And, like, all these other Japanese bands, they just assumed, like, oh, this is what Japan is doing with post-rock. Um, I hadn't heard this album, and I was aware of it. And I don't remember where I seen, like, the the cover for it, but... I feel like it is a lot different than their older stuff. Yeah, I agree. so I was I was very happy to get into it because it right when it starts off, like I just get like nostalgic feelings, and I guess it is because of the Julian Baker sound. It really does sound a lot like that. Um, it there's a lot of post rock influence in the whole song, but in that intro, like that's the most post rock intro it has. The the best dynamics out of any one of the songs on this mix, um, as far as like the rise and fall, and uh, they just sound like a band, like a very polished band that's been around for a long time, which mm-hmm. they are. Like it sounds like they've worked through their shit. It's it's like listening to like early Caspian and then newer Caspian when they like put it all together. So you can see your elements of everything in there. Yeah. But yeah, it was a great opening song. Also could have been like a great ending song. Yeah. You know, it's just a beautiful song. Yeah. And this is like the ninth song in the album. So it's like, it's near the end. Yeah. But kind of in the middle. Yeah. 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 And it has a little tone of like happiness and joy to it. Mm-hmm. In, as far as this music goes with joy. Yeah. You know, a couple of the other songs had that too, which I kind of picked up on. Like it's not like American Screamo. Especially if you just compare it to like the early stuff, like the Jerome's Dream and uh, Orchid type stuff and Seisha, mm-hmm. there's not too much joy or happiness in it. It's, it's either anger or sadness. Yeah. And Japan has seemed to weave in a lot of stuff from like from 90s alternative or something. They're like, you guys think you're sad and angry over there? Yeah. We, we stab had, ourselves in the heart. We had dro- <laughs> bombs dropped on us. Yeah. You know that, right, yeah. Americans? We fought dragons or something, probably. <laughs> yeah. You guys woke up Godzilla. Do you know yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. You've never even seen a Mothra. You think you're sad? Uh, 
We have a whole forest where we hang ourselves. <laughs> Checkmate, America. Ooh, they're not calling you the right pronouns. We hang ourselves in the forest. And then Americans come and film it and make a career off of it. Um, all right, yeah, the song's fucking sick. Yeah. Um, all right. So did you, did you listen to a lot of other Envy? Uh, yeah. Uh, over the last, like, month yeah. or two, yeah. Um, all right, so moving on from there, uh, we've got Stalker by Nadir um, off Past is Prologue uh, from 2020. This is the seventh song on the album, four minutes and 35 seconds. Uh, Nadir is a screamo band based in Singapore. It says, we aim to write honest, heavy, uplifting music. Uh, when I first heard this song, I just fell in love with this band. Uh, I fucking love this song so much. This was like the very first iteration of this mix. This was the opening song to the mix every time. Um, and then slowly it changed uh, to being number two. Um, I like the transition from one to two because uh, his talking in the beginning and then the wall of sound that comes from it is just like a quick dick in the face. Mm-hmm. You're just getting slapped around by that big old hog. Oh yeah, it's yeah. going in no lube. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I, I this is if I were to show someone like, oh, this is what modern screamo sounds like to me. I would show them this song personally, mm-hmm. um, just because of the production behind it and what they're doing. It just sounds so fucking cool. Yeah, um, I love just like. I, I in a lot in all of these like modern screamo bands that I like, I love their the way that they balance like their leads in there because they're mm-hmm. like they're just enough. They're not like showing anything weird. They're just like adding just a little bit for you to like kind of pay attention. And a lot of times they don't even put the leads like in the forefront. Sometimes they keep the bass in the forefront and the leads are just kind of like in the background somewhere. Oh yeah, they do. Yeah. But yeah, so RJ, you get a little bit of happiness, Julian Baker, MB, and then you get into this. <laughs> then we go to Tyrant. Yeah. <laughs> so I noticed a, a little common theme of the talking again. So I was like, okay, oh, you yeah. know, um, let's see where this goes. And then as you said, just literally, it's, I, it's like I'm standing I don't know, you know, a delivery truck, right? Is coming to deliver, you know, a produce express, you know, like a little little tiny thing, like UPS yes, truck. Yes, a specific example from your life. <laughs> and, and you open it up the back sliding door of that mm-hmm. delivery truck, right? You're the and, delivery man? No, 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 no. I'm just like, what's in this truck, right? And I'm okay. opening it up. You're opening up somebody else's truck. Yeah. <laughs> You're looking and, to, to and, steal. And <laughs> I mean, okay. And then seventy. So you your bandit mask you, you're, on. You're, you're stealing yes. boomboxes. What are you doing? No, 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 no. I'll, I'll get some there. Are you driving your Honda Civic underneath a, I got a, a semi truck? I got a ski yeah. mask. <laughs> and you're you're jumping into the the moving semi truck on the highway. <laughs> you yes. you stealing DVDs? Okay. Your friend gets shot with a shotgun on this on this actual <laughs> delivery truck. All it says is hot dogs. Okay. Yeah. So I open up this. Okay. This little door on the back, right? Mm-hmm. 70,000 wet, juicy hot dogs come flying towards me. Mm. That's kind of the talking part. Cooked? To Are the... they cooked? No. Oh, they're wet. Yeah. Okay. So mm. it's something you, you, you're you shocked, <laughs> but you're kind of happy, but you're shocked at 
because you're just you're in it. You're you're slimy. You're, you're you just kind of slide right in. Okay, they slide right over you. They're going in your pockets and your Ooh. mouth and your nose. So you know, in our everywhere. game show, you don't get slimed. You get hot dog. <laughs> you yeah, get hot dog. you get dog. <laughs> you get dog. <laughs> we just drop a whole load of hot dogs on your head in <laughs> <and> hot dog <laughs> water. <laughs> but no, uh, yeah. So literally, just the transition. I like I like the you know. Still don't know what the talking was until I did find lyrics for it. <laughs> oh, you did. Um, yeah, I did. Okay, what do you say? This, this one was tricky. Um, but then I was just kind of going through it and I was like, I like it. I like the transition. I like the music. I like the guitar, just the distortion on it and just the screaming on it. And I was like, I think it was great as a song number two from the first song. This one, these lyrics are fun also. Uh, I met the stalker. He comes from the zone with no other side. Ooh, the carries it. Sh- Ooh. He carries, <laughs> he carries it shattered reflection through the dust and the wind. It's rear mirror. He is no, zone. he is no poet. The tremors from his body speak his story. Tremors. Movie. I follow him up and down through the undulating terrain, watching the beast unfurl its shapeless form. Then he, tremors. Then he screams, <laughs> a dead in landscape. Nevada. Tremors. Life's <laughs> greatest <laughs> sorrow is to have no hope, but to live with batted breath. There is nothing sadder than to recall moments of joy in times of suffering. Damn, this is about tremors. (laughs) There's, there's nothing. So he's saying, there's nothing more pathetic than when you're sad, thinking of happy things. That is what I'm talking about. That is the lyrics. That is what I am talking about. (laughs) You want to know when this happened to me? Oh, you're sad. You want to think about happy things? (laughs) (laughs) You little fucking pathetic little bitch. (laughs) Come to Singapore. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I saw those lyrics and I was like, "Oh, that this is cool." I like Did they that. say what language they spoke? I, 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 it was it was some weird websites I went to. Oh, so four <laughs> chans, five chan. Yeah, that's all these. Find this on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. How many chans did you have to go through, RJ? <laughs> but yeah, I like this song. Nice, Devil. Uh, yeah. So same thing. It kind of hit me in the face like a. Produce Express truck full of wet hot dogs. <laughs> As they do. Sometimes. As they do. <laughs> Shout out to Jorge if you're uh, listening. Yeah. Jorge's your hot dog guy? Yeah. <laughs> He's the my hot dog hookup. You don't call him George? No. Well, sometimes I do. Call him Georgie. Damn, he was so cool. He didn't bring us hot dogs, but he's just, he, was the, he was the produce guy that came to the coffee shop all the time. And he was he was so racist. He's so funny. He's oh, so do you racist know what he says about me? Okay. Every time a girl would come in, like, like one of the girls that worked there, who's like barely eighteen, and he's like a forty year old man. He's like, "Oh, hey, baby, how you doing?" Today? He goes up, gives her, an, like, and then like as soon a, as she leaves, he's like, "Damn, look at her fucking ass. It's so fucking tight. Whoa, don't fuck her fucking ass." And then he'd go up there and just like grab her and give her a big hug, and he's like, "It's yeah. okay, I'm married. I'm and married. Then, like, I am not like I'm just being like, friendly." Wink at you while he's hugging her. Like, Dude, you're so Mexican. And this he's like, my Latin. wife knows. He he knows. Like, I just I'm just friendly. Yeah, <laughs> that's just that Latin charm. He's so oh, yeah. he's so Latin charm, hundred yeah. percent. He's so cool. Um, but yeah, once the, the hot Tell dog truck Devin. hit me, he didn't fuck. He did not fuck me. Uh, <laughs> I fucked him. George fucked me. Not Jorge. <laughs> George. <laughs> I fuck Georgie. I don't fuck Jorge. I fuck George. Um. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. Right off the bat, it had like a very quick buildup. I want to compare this song to like a binary song. Like it's on and it's off. Like any time in the song, like a lot of these screamo songs, they have a buildup that's slower or faster. This one's just like 
like just right into it every time and it just drops out of it too um i loved the deep snare sound that the dude had on his drums that kept on cutting through and i was like ooh, it's a nice little touch that i that i enjoy um loved his vocals like vocal style was a little bit different in this one it was more of that like Deaf Heaven style, where it was yeah. cleaner screaming, um, less not as deep. No, it was like yeah. more like demonic, yeah. I guess. Um, yeah, but the slower part was kind of repetitive and didn't really build up to much, except for another wall of hot dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, they they do their start and stop thing similarly to how Orchid does it. Hmm. So it could be like that's their influence or it's a tribute to them or whatnot. I do wish that they had a little bit more dynamics in the song, but we don't want them to be crescendo core, Devin. I don't want them to be crescendo core. I know it's a fine line. It is a fine line, Yeah, but I listening to this music. I'm just like, Dev, haven't just do this, man. Just, yes, just do this. Dev, just stick to it. Yeah. They don't need, yeah. I mean, Dev, heaven can do guitar solos. This style of music can't do guitar solos. It shouldn't have guitar solos. No, yeah. But Def Evan can. I don't want it to. F- fucking New Bermuda? I, they've already done it. I'm saying this is what they should be doing going yes. forward. Agree. They've already done the things that they've done. Yeah. You don't yeah, need yeah. to do that again. Mm-hmm. Which I like the things they've done. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Even Infinite Granite had its moments. And I was like, cool. I could appreciate that. Yeah. But the vocals got to go back a little bit to what they were before at least. Yeah. Bare minimum. Um, but all in all, I liked, uh, I liked having the song on here as almost like a very stark contrast to the first song, mm-hmm. but still had, th- there was still a little bit of triumph in the tone of the music. You know, it wasn't completely like downtrodden. So it, it, there, it wasn't joy like the first one, but there was still that tone of, uh, positivity in the music itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked it. All right. Moving on to, I would say, my favorite band on this mix, which is this Ooh, band. Okay. Uh, this is an untitled song by them. They're they're called Angry Sun. Uh, this is off the EP Pranks for the Memories, Devin, <laughs> <laughs> from 2022. Like a That's a Dave Attell <laughs> album. It's called Skanks for the Memories. <laughs> Uh, this is the fourth song on their four minutes and 21 seconds. Uh, take the name from a classic Indian summer song, as well as sharing with an emo core band from the early 90s. Uh, this new band from Japan has come to pull your heartstrings with three tracks filled with personal confessions written in the form of poetry, drawing from the likes of Loma Prieta, uh, Funeral Dinner, or Diner. Diner, yeah. Diner, yeah. Uh, and then this band I haven't heard before, Rene Descartes. Descartes. Rene Descartes. Descartes. The uh, well, it's a, a philosopher. Uh, I've never heard. Is he French? Yeah. Bitch ass knows French yeah. philosophers. Yeah, I don't. I wonder if they're. <laughs> I, I wonder if they're referencing a band named Rene Descartes. Probably. Or if they're referencing the philosopher. Maybe. <laughs> like we draw influences from <laughs> funeral diner and <laughs> philosophy. <laughs> All right. 
this lo-fi screamy goodness wastes no time in making sure that these three tracks uh, wear their heartfelt, heartfelt passion on their sleeves until their vocal cords get torn to shreds, until there are no more tears to shed for five or six minutes. And it is no wonder that this is considered by many as the demo of the year. Uh, the tune is fresh out of the oven and is ready to be served and makes you keep wanting more. Keep an eye out for this band. Uh, so this is like an article that someone wrote. Uh, when for was that it. written? Uh, last year when these, uh, when this EP came out. Okay. I'm going to keep my eye out on the emo subreddit. Yeah. <laughs> You fucking blow these motherfuckers away going on right with this band. Start a discussion. On you guys there. ever heard of Angry Sun? Yeah. <laughs> you guys say you like emo, but you never heard of Angry Sun. Are you a bunch of racists? Yeah, my friend, he doesn't find bands on Reddit. He finds them on Spotify. <laughs> yeah. He does the real work on like you dumbasses yeah. on Reddit. I'm like you queers on Reddit <laughs> talking about your feelings and whether this is emo or not. Yeah. <laughs> Found something that's emo, fucking enjoy it, bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like Angry Sun a lot. I like everything that I've heard from them. They have mostly like singles and EPs. I can't remember if they have a like an actual album. I don't think so. Um, I think one of the, I can't remember if it's off of this EP or another one, but they have like a turtle on the cover, which I like. I like turtles. turtles I like cool. turtles. Turtles all the way down. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, I really, really, really like them, and I really like this song because. Because they, there's something about the guitar riffs that just sound 90s to me in this song. Oh, brother. Uh, and I can't tell you what they're doing other than being like, there's they're doing... <laughs> <laughs> they're doing a lot of that. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but it's like not in your face, like Death Heaven, of being like, we're trying to do 90s shoegaze sound mm-hmm. stuff. They're doing something with the 90s, and I can't put my finger on it, but it sounds so fucking good. Oh, I have answers Uh, for you. Okay. (laughs) Um, But, RJ, so you get through the hot dogs. You're on the next (laughs) part of your journey. Uh, Yeah, what kind of hot dog was this one for you? (laughs) This is a corn dog. Really? So this what one. What does that mean? <laughs> Devin like knows. He doesn't like it. You don't like corn dog? You're such a weirdo. I know. It's so much better sense. than a hot dog. So much better. <laughs> so this one, I like the guitar. I had no way else of saying this, but I was like, you know, just as you said this, it sounded very 90s. Yeah. And I was like, you know, you mentioned that. I was like, oh, that that's what I was looking for. That was the sound that I was like, I, I think that's one thing I don't like. It's a very, I think it's just a lot of wow, 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 like that. That's what kept on popping up there. I do, I like kind of like the lead guitar stuff they did. I like the screaming part of it. (laughs) There it is, there it is, there it is. Yeah, it's definitely like even production wise, it feels like this. Yeah. Continue, RJ. And <laughs> but it, it's just that I was like, I like the screaming, the talking. You know, I don't, I don't know the lyrics on this one. This is where I stopped. Who cares, I, RJ? <sighs> but, but the lyrics make it. Like no. if he's just like Devin, stupid and gay. You know, you would enjoy those lyrics. I would probably bump it up a little more. You'd probably like it yeah, more. That, it would be a hot dog. Yeah, yeah, I'd be swimming in those wieners and. 
but now it's just like ah. So I don't know. It was just something. I think it was just that '90s style, as you said. Something just it, it sounded off with like those certain parts. Mm-hmm. But I did it like. Sounds so kind, good, RJ. It doesn't sound mm-hmm. off at all. Especially but, that lead that he does is. Oh no no. There are parts of of that I liked, and I was just like, there's something else with the guitar that just kept on. I was like, I don't know if I like that. And every time I got to this one, I was just like, okay, he's screaming again. I'm happy again. But then I was just like, I keep on here. It could, like, it kept on coming back, and I was just like, yeah, okay. Okay, RJ, is the first song cooked hot dog on a plate ready for you to eat? And second song is a wall of cold hot dogs? No, no. Se- okay. No, we're rating at the end, Devin. No, I'm just trying to get hot dog rating for <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Well, hot dog rating is different than. Uh, Podcast yeah, that's rating. different than podcast rating. <laughs> no, this one's obviously corn dog. We you are told us now <laughs> upgrading to hot dog rating. Okay, well, yeah, we're, we're changing the podcast. Okay. Um, so my answer's for you. Uh, the intro is, it seems like a third wave emo intro. Yeah, It kind of. seems like brand new. Yeah, totally. Like if you think about like Deja Tundu and your favorite weapon, even your favorite weapon era, like guitar leads... Or no, uh, the one after, Devil and God. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that guitar style is in the intro, and then the wall of sound in this is very different than the wall of sound in the last one. Mm-hmm. The way that they use it is the way the Smashing Pumpkins used it on Siamese Dream. Mm. It's that guitar tone that creates the wall of sound itself. So it is, it is shoegazy, and but not in the My Bloody Valentine shoegazy way. Yeah, it's like shoegazy in the definition of that wall of of sound it's minimal like they're not playing the chords like quarter notes like it's just drawn out lots of sound behind the notes that they're playing um and uh i love the tone of their guitars like you were saying the production value is great the little like background vocals too in in japanese Cool. Yeah, it almost sounded like a different instrument at so, first. So that is another thing that I didn't like. I forgot the, the vocals. You don't like Japanese um, people, RJ. Racist. I, I he probably mean, technically actually. Filipinos. You know. Yeah. What not. does your mom have to say about Japanese? People? Oh, my mom will criticize them. Like inside of a, a casino, she's like, "I don't like them over there." I'm like, "Mom, you can't. You, I don't think you can say that." And she's like, "I don't know. No, they, they know. They're Japanese people." I'm like, okay, mom. So my mom's racist to re- Japanese people. I mean, aren't they better? Yes, but <laughs> they, you know, I was trying to tell RJ. You said it, not me. They are top tier Asians. Like, yeah. if I had to rank the Asians, they're at the top. Yeah, they left the mainland and been like, we're making our own thing over here. Yeah, <laughs> let me, okay, let me just say, what did they do in World War II? What did they do before World no War II? No Filipinos doing nothing around that time except being conquered. Yeah, yeah. You, you guys didn't have anything. Getting fucking conquered. Yeah, they had like the number one military yeah. for like naval stuff over there during they had the World War II. Samurais. Yeah. yeah, that's even further back. They yeah. fucked up Korea and China from their yeah. little island decades before World War II. They boiled and humans in Korea and peeled their skin off their bodies. And while literally, they were still my alive. mom's just over there in the Philippines getting angry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that that has been passed down to me. All right, I get it. They're top tier Asians, though. <laughs> China's not second either. Nah. I'll tell you that right now. I got stuff made. Ooh, is it Mongolians? Ooh, I like. It might food. be Mongolians. Mongolians They're pretty now? fucking badass. They're, They're Mongolians. Some crazy shit. Then. 
uh, it doesn't matter. Mongolians now are pretty, but they're still badass. They're just like they're, they're horse people. They're just yeah they're living in the country. They're fucking breath of the wild people. That's what they are. <laughs> yeah, they're the uh, fucking uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, what is it? Dothrakis. Dothraki, the ones that fuck their horses. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're just those people still. <laughs> but that's kind of not cool. That's more like China. Like, a lot of China is just like people that they're just cosplaying as Dothraki. They kind of suck. Like, Hong Kong seems cool. And that's about it. Maybe yeah. Shanghai. Taiwan but, seems cool. Yeah, well, don't bring that up to China. That's why they want it back. They're like, we want to be so cool. Yeah. But we only have... They have Hong Kong. That's because they do so much fucking manufacturing out of Taiwan. Yeah. For a little tiny island. Yeah. That's where all, all the bicycles are made. Yeah. All the companies come from the same factory the in Taiwan. Aluminium comes from yeah. There. And the air is really nice there. It's beautiful. Um, but yeah, the the song was cool. The song was a, a big mix of a lot of stuff and very different than the other ones. Mm-hmm. And um, the fact that RJ didn't like it, like, Fuck that guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Filipinos are like third. No way. They're down at the bottom. I say that's pretty good. Though. I don't Th- think they're at the bottom. Thais are above them. Thais are above them. They have yeah. a T. Koreans okay. are above them. So it goes Japanese, Korean, yeah. Thai. Mongolians are pretty high up there. They're pretty high up there. Definitely. I'm going to put them in Russia, actually, brother. Yeah, that's why they're up there. That's why they're high up there. <laughs> okay, all right. I'll give you credit for that. Yeah. <laughs> then Mongolian after Thailand. <laughs> then Arjun. Sorry about this, but Vietnam and then Philippines. Okay. But then like China and Laos are after that. So And all the other like Micronesia bullshit. <laughs> yeah, all the niches. All the niches. <laughs> Got too many niches in my neighborhood. Yeah, where my niches at? <laughs> this one's for my niches. Anyway, I feel like we're missing an Asian country that's pretty cool. Um, Hawaii? No, they're American. The uh, Cambodia? I mean, India? Are you going to call them Asian? I hate it when people do that. No, because they come from the Caucasus, right? No, they're technically Asian. I thought they were Caucasian. <laughs> now they're brown as fuck, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, but they, they're, they're technically Asian. Like, they're considered Asians. Them and Pakistan, too, which is just... They're just confusing us even more. Mm. Oh, Can't maybe- be a stan and be Asian. Maybe I was thinking of like Myanmar. I think I was thinking oh. of Myanmar, Burma. Let's yeah. They're the bad ones. They're the bad guys. They're the bad they, they got the bad yeah. guys. They're, what about Nepal? They, Is Nepal are they Asian? That's in China. But they're above India. They're above India. Yeah, it goes India, Nepal, and then China. Oh, well, they are Asian, but I thought they were. I thought that was in China. I thought it was like a, it was the Taiwan of China. I think it's their own thing. I mean, okay. Nepalese people are pretty cool. You're right. Nepalese food is the same thing as Indian food, basically. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, and I don't consider Indians Asian, so. No, they're not on the list. They're pretty cool. Yeah. They got cool hats. Which ones have the coolest hats? Mongolians. Mongolians do. Yeah. 
All right, fuck all this. Mongolians are the best Asian. They are pretty fucking cool, dude. Yeah. Yeah. They they have, they do falconry. I know. (laughs) That's cool. I know. They're still just like living off the land up there. But they're not even that high up. There's so much more above them, and they're white above them, and it doesn't really make sense how that happened. No. (laughs) Especially because the Mongolians are from the steppe people, but then somehow the whites got up into the steppe people. Do you think somebody got lost? They're like, well, I'll just fuck everybody here. Yeah. Um, all right, so sense. moving on from Angry Sun, we've got the fourth song on here, which is called Past by a band called Sans Visage, uh, off of uh, an album called Moments from 2017, track 11, 5 minutes and 30 seconds. Uh, all I got for them is their Tokyo, Japan, Screamo band. Um, this band, or this song in this band, I would say, is even more straightforward than Envy, uh, especially their newer stuff from Envy. Uh, I would say that there's there's aspects of this song that like you can easily just put American vocals on, over it, not change anything musically, and it make and it works really well for American screamo emo bands. Um, so there's nothing like I would say like every other one of the songs have like certain standout stuff. I would say this is the the song and the band that's like pretty straightforward. They're not like they're not doing anything too crazy. They're just kind of like right in the middle, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, RJ, you get off of Angry Sun. You move into Sons of the Souls. Talk to me. Uh, Talk to song, me. This song Talk is to basically <laughs> featuring Mark Hoppus from Blink-22, because you can hear the bass line. Sure. Um, whatever you say. So I like this one. Is he uh, is he one of your top three greatest bass players of all time? He's the only bass player that matters. What about the fat one from No Effects? You like him, right? Don't call me white. <laughs> I don't even know his name. You know his name? No, this is Fat Mike. That's the oh, bass that, player. That is the bass player. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was a guitarist. Yeah, I don't know his name. I only know Fat Mike. <laughs> yeah, so I don't even know he plays bass. Um, I forgot that he did. No, but it's just a bass heavy, and I was like, okay, okay, I like this one better than number three. Um, and I, I, I like the screaming of it. I didn't get the lyrics, unfortunately. I kind of gave up after the first two because I went in some weird places. But um, what? I where, went, went. Where'd you go? It was some website. So I'm like, I don't know if I trust this website. Maybe that's why I got logged out of my uh, oh, yeah. my DoorDash account. You got your info stolen. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, this one's good. I like this one. I like the screaming. I like the feel of it, and you know, I like the bass kind of just being heavy up front. Yeah. What is this song? Hmm? No. Sugar Cole? No. Sorry. Go down. No. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I wanna know I wanna know what this is. We're waiting now, so yeah. <laughs> I don't know I don't know what album it came off of. No, just just keep talking. Just okay. <laughs> Sorry. If you think you find it in the middle of me talking, just go ahead and start playing things. <laughs> Even if you want to try something, I do out. not mind. Yeah. yeah. Even if you just want to listen to a different song while I'm talking, go for it. No. 
No. I was going to say this is very similar no. to the previous <laughs> song. No. But I kind of like it more than the previous song. Damn it. I don't know what song that is. <laughs> Who's this? So I thought they were... It felt a little bit more influenced by like no. Thursday. Well, play that again. Play that one more time. No, RJ. Kevin, <laughs> right. keep on going. I really like the bridge. <laughs> the, end, the bridge and the ending was so good. Um, it's, I wrote my notes. It's, no. Oh, yeah, that was it. It's, it's not so much a wall of sound as it's a wall of bass and drums. Yeah. That was cool. I did like the bass. Drum and bass. Mark Hop. Mark Hoppus. It's just. <laughs> it's no. a good, uh, I think I like it. No. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to be able to find this song. For <laughs> what are you even looking for? This MXPX song. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> um, Responsibility. Is that with the bass line? Green Day? No. Fuck that's off. Green Day. That's, that's not Green view. Day. Nope, that Spend was, that day watching the film, but nothing down. Yeah, Devin learned that on bass, and I, I was like, Change Devin, you're cool now. for an hour or two. Something's in my fucking ass. Sucking dick So what'd you say about Saints Passage? Did you like the song? Yeah, I liked it. Um, okay. I said it was, it, was, it was similar to the previous song in tone to me, but I liked it a little bit better. Oh, um, interesting. And I thought that there was a lot of Thursday influence in it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to play the bridge part. Of, of this song? Of this song. Sans Visage. Um, it, there I was mean, a I listened of... to that when I heard this. What the fuck are you saying? Yeah, Mike was playing music. A lot of this guitar tone reminds me of Thursday. Yeah, definitely. It's kind of like clean, but overdriven. Better than the last song. I think it's better. I think it's just it's yeah. less. Yeah, I don't want to say experimental. It's just more I straightforward. Like you've heard it, a song like this before. Yes, yeah. mo better. Okay, okay. RJ, you can't start talking in memes that you've never even seen. <laughs> RJ, yeah, you like the thick time. Yeah, yeah. You Video like games, the, Black History Month. RJ, you oh. like the pogs. The, Badass wild women. Oh yeah, slammers. <laughs> yeah, that's right, slammers. Yeah. You Do like you remember Pogs, Mike? Sc- oh yeah, I uh, still have a Pog booklet of my Pogs. Ooh. You, you, know, you can keep them in the tube. No, I got a a, a book, a three ring binder. I got a big old Pog tube. <laughs> you know <what> I, mean? <laughs> I got my chode Pog chode. <laughs> no, it's really big. <laughs> It's definitely longer than it is wide. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I said it's a. It's not so much a wall of sound as it's a wall of bass and drums. Mm. Um, and I really like that. I like the guitar leads in it, and uh, yeah, there's a lot of parts that I liked. Interesting. Yeah, Interesting. I wrote in my notes that I I like it more than the previous song, but it's more as to what you're saying. Like this is a more straightforward song. Yeah. That song before, I liked a lot of the elements of it, and it played really well together. And if I were to dive into a band, I'd probably go more into that band. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, just as far as the mix went, I like this song better. Nice. Yeah. All right, and uh, rounding it off here, uh, this is I don't I didn't look up the what the song is called, uh, but it's the last song on their 2017 album, which I believe is called White Halo. Um, this is the band Heaven in Her Arms. This song is a crisp 10 minutes and 49 seconds, just for you, RJ. Yeah. Uh, Heaven in Her Arms are a Japanese post-hardcore band from Tokyo named after a song from Converge's 2001 album Jane Doe. Uh, <laughs> they have released three studio albums, two EPs, six splits since 2005, and a positive review of the band's 2017 album, White Halo. Pitchfork writer Andy O'Connor described their style as amalgamation of extreme metal, post-rock, and 1990s emo. He compared them to fellow Tokyo band Envy and named both bands a strong influence on their one-time tour mates, Deaf Heaven. Strong mm-hmm. influence mm-hmm. on Deaf Heaven. Mm-hmm. As of 2020, Heaven and Her Arms are assigned to Demayer Recordings in Japan... A moment of collapse records in Europe and translation loss in North America. Um, so yeah, Heaven in Her Arms is one of those bands that like once I got into Envy, I found them, and uh, yeah, they're pretty cool. Um, I don't love, uh, I don't love like a lot of their early stuff. I really, really like this album. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like this album. It seems like uh, they got to. A they played together long enough and they started to experiment more and just become more cohesive, I guess, and do different things. Um, and so like, there's actually an aspect to the song that I don't like in other songs, but I like it in this song, um, which is like, I believe, let's see if I can actually find it. It's like, it's, it's in the vocals. It's, it's in the vocals. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's in the vocals. This. Oh yeah. Like this is screaming through a telephone. Very new metal. Yeah. And then even I don't love it in the next this. You get you you have an American band do that. I'm just like, no, thank you. True. There's something about what they do that makes it more palatable for me for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really like them. I really like this album. Uh, this song is fucking great. It is a little long in the tooth, meaning that like the last like two, three minutes yeah. or so, they kind of repeat themselves a little bit too much. Uh, but I don't mind because I just like bathing in this this dark light. Yes. Uh, is it the last song on the album? Yeah. Okay. Makes sense then. Yeah. I'm okay with it if and it's I'll- the last song. If this was like song two on one of their albums, then I'd be like, Cut it down a little bit. Yeah. I also liked it was... uh, Wait, I actually... I did have an earlier song of theirs on here uh, that was a little bit... Their earlier stuff is is a little different. I I wouldn't want to say, like, experimental would be the wrong word, Um, but it is a little bit different. I think it's on Paraseline. Yeah, it is. Uh, I think the one the pink cover, which I think is their first one. Yeah. Veritas is the last song on this album. And I have, I have this on here for a little bit. Which I would say it's, it's honestly a little bit closer to To Be Gentle, this stuff, and their mm, older stuff. It's a lot of Ooh, strings. Yeah. It's a lot of just like music, I guess would be the right word. Okay. 
um, versus Rock like music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening. This newer album, I can easily be like, oh yeah, this is a screamo band type of a deal. Yeah. And then I also like the way that this song started, and I wanted it to be confusing to RJ. So yes. So confuse RJ. him, <laughs> RJ. You get to this song. Um. Something with the intro, those those little pops and noises. I didn't know what those. I was trying to think of what reminded me of that. John Wick. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, look up John Wick music. It's very similar. No. Chemical Brothers. They're very te- the Matrix. Or like yeah, Matrix. May- maybe something like that. Yeah. yeah. No. The intro like to the show a- Bones. <laughs> I don't remember that one. Uh, I'm gonna look it up for you. But it, it's just something. Uh, it kept on popping up, and I was just like, okay, are we going to, like, an you know, orgy or something like that? Like an industrial metal band. Uh, but then, you know, it kept on playing, and I was like... <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I can't see that. Is this by Crystal Method? I think so. Or the or the Chemical Brothers. Yeah. Yeah, but the, that kind of sound in the intro, and then, you know, it was a little long, uh, just throwing that out, but, you know, it did work at the end. It kind of summed everything together with all the little transitions and kind of things that they did that, you know, it's all put together. I did enjoy that. Uh, um, just for fun, my notes say it stands for Torbid Fog, uh, the title of the song. Oh, thank you. Tor- now, what's Torbid mean, RJ? <laughs> Torbid is a... Is that the Hot Topic store for fat girls? It's <laughs> of a liquid, cloudy, thick, or suspended matter. Ooh, tell me more. Oh, so it's like gooey fog. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, close your eyes and I'll spend you in my gooey fog. Ooh. Yeah. It's my hardcore lyric of the day. All right. Yeah, um, but I like this one. I think it was a good ending. It was kind of just all, all the things that they did. Uh, I like the vocals. Don't know what he says, but you know, I enjoyed it. Devil. Yeah, I liked it. It's very post rock, very pretty song. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of different parts in the song. Mm -hmm. I think I'd only heard their, I guess it's their third album. I guess the one before this, the pink one. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's the only one I remember listening to, but I don't remember where. I feel like. In my search for like post rock music, I found these guys, and uh, yeah, it, it was it, it was a really nice song. It was a good outro. I like ten minute songs. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly, I didn't mind the stuff in the beginning. It added to it. I thought once I heard that, I was like, "Man, oh, this is going to be some weird shit," but like in a bad way. But it was weird shit in a good way. Nice. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, some uh, some mentions here. There's a band called Shirakuma. Um. They're pretty good. They're from Stockholm, though. Oh. Yeah. They're pretty. Are they Japanese? No, they're not. Okay. Yeah, that's why they're not on here. Uh. Yeah, but they're really good. Um. What was the other band I wanted to mention that I wanted on here? Um, uh, originally, uh, this mix always had Nouveau Ol. 
Nouveau Lascara. Nouveau Lascara. Yes. <laughs> uh, youth Novel, Islet. Those are a couple of really good bands. Um, and its name was Epion. Pretty good band. Devin, have you heard this band? They're called uh, Page 99. Yeah. I just listened to them for the first time, and they're pretty sick. They did some splits with Orchid, I think. Oh, really? Orchid, Seisha. I think they had like a four-way split. Mm, that's cool. Yeah. Four-way split. Yeah. Foursome. But yeah, they were uh, uh, in that same conversation of like for Screamo bands. Mm-hmm. And I never got too into them, but I did like them whenever I heard them. I think I'm a screamo kid. I yeah, like, I like the screamo music a lot. Yeah, and it's I good. like that there's a lot more out nowadays. Like people are still making it. It's not getting a lot of plays. It's not getting a lot of attention, but people mm-hmm. are still doing it. Oh yeah, this is this band. Um, I don't even know how to pronounce them. Does it say at the bottom? Um, it's a zero with a dash through it j n e ogine they're from oh. Mil- they're from milan italy oh yeah they they're Oni? Oh, i don't know Oni? they sound pretty cool oh. though huh uh yeah they're like an italian screamo band italian screamo i don't think i've heard any italian screamo oh, you are now all right <clears throat> <laughs> It's a bee's I'm listening to this stuff, and based off of where Screamo is now, it's like I'm comfortable being like early Converge, Screamo. Mm -hmm. And I'm comfortable being like, there's a lot of, you know, American Nightmare that's a Screamo band. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially the the stuff that I like the most, the Give Up the Ghost Era stuff. That's the stuff I like the most. And they're very Screamo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um. Yeah, there's something about the whole, like the hardcore generation that we listened to mm-hmm. that didn't got lumped in with hardcore. No, yeah. like oh, I just, just don't like, think yeah. that we uh, understood screamo back then. I think the general population didn't understand screamo. Yeah, yeah. Like I was, I was listening to like bands like Circle Takes a Square during that time, and I knew that stuff like that existed. But I never put it together with the other stuff because everybody was like, no, this is hardcore. Like, yeah. Killing the Dream is a hardcore band. I was like, cool. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, they're tough. Oh, you that's know? the last band I want to mention. There's this band I've been listening to. Uh, I don't even know how to pronounce them, uh, pronounce their name. Okay. Clear your throat for this one. Uh Miss Sunos San di Tu Adios. Oh, yes. Have you seen I that name? Them. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're great. They have a bunch of splits, and they're pretty fucking sick. I like them. Who did they do a split with? They, I think I saw them because they did a split with somebody that I um, liked. They have one with Burial Etiquette, which they're good. Uh, letter Bombs, 44 Caliber Love Letter. Uh, Might have been Letter Bombs. Maybe I just saw the name on a forum. Uh, the Civil War in France is interesting. I don't oh, wait, how them. do you spell it? Uh, M-I-S space S-U-E-N-O-S space. A. Oh, mis sueños son de tu adios. Sure, I'm not Hispanic at all, so it's my. <laughs> it means <laughs> I think it means my luck. Um, my luck, something to the goodbye. Mm. I don't know. I don't know Spanish too much. In their description, they said anti sad boy screamo. So I think they're from Argentina. Ah, uh, yeah. They're I think I saw the one with burial etiquette. Mm. Yeah, burial. Yeah, I saw the name and I was like. Maybe I'll check them out later. Yeah. It seems like a lot. Oh. Yeah, it was this cube split. Mm. With Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, That's how I saw them. Yeah. Do they right. sing? I'm assuming they speak, sing in Spanish. I, th- I think so. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, uh, like, you can scream at me in whatever language you want, and I'll that's listen. what I'm learning, because <laughs> I can't really tell the difference. Yeah. Um, all right. So, yeah, this is my Screamo mix, Modern Screamo uh, from Japan and Singapore from the East. It's great. I love listening to this music. Fuck you, RJ, if you have anything bad to say about this music. Yeah, you son of a bitch. Yeah, you don't know your people. Um, don't. We're more Asian than you are. Yeah. You're more Mexican oh. than I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm just Devin. <laughs> being Devin. <laughs> just <laughs> another day being That's Devin. That's me. <laughs> It's normal racist old Devin. Did you say another day, another Devin? Another day being Devin. I like another day, another Devin. I like that. Yeah, I'm looking for a replacement. (laughs) This one's running low on juice. Yeah, this one's kind of, out of everything you've said, RJ, that's hurt the most. You're bored with fucking it at this point. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of gets loose. You, you stopped cleaning you. it. Yeah, yeah it gets musty. <laughs> um, all right. So for Devin, I guess three, four, one. How did I do, Devil? My favorite was four. Ooh, very exciting. My least favorite technically was two. Uh-huh. Interesting. Interesting. Favorite artist is one though. Nice. Yeah. Four is your favorite. Interesting. You're just a you're just a basic white bitch, huh? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> it, that one got me, and it wasn't my favorite at first. Like yeah. one was initially my favorite, and then uh, I think three was my favorite. And then uh, as I was listening to it more, um, it went to four. Then two. Uh, I was like, yeah, I guess it's my least favorite on here. Interesting. Interesting. But, yeah, doesn't mean I dislike it. Yeah, five might even be my least favorite. Now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, five's my least favorite. Yeah. But might have to put some more thought into this. Come back to me later. <laughs> we'll revise this in a week. Uh, Mr. Hot Dog, uh, I guess for you one five one. How did I do? So uh, I think originally I have nothing against five. Five's fine. I like five. Yeah. Um, 
But between my favorites, I kind of went back and forth between one's cool. I liked one because it was kind of like a broad spectrum of stuff. But I think I kept on going towards two or four. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I think I finally sided with uh, Mark Hoppus and went four, three, one. Damn it. Mine's not four anymore. My yeah, favorite's I, not four. See? No. I know. It's not. <laughs> I know it's right. not. <laughs> right. the, the, the most straightforward one from Japanese Screamo should not be your favorite song. Can you imagine just a Tom <laughs> DeLonge version? Just like a, a Japanese. No. Tom DeLonge. Tom DeLonge. Tom DeLonge. Tom DeLonge. Tom DeLonge. I'm so sorry. It's all right. Don't tell me what you think. Yeah, Devin liked the same About song me. as I did. Wow. I won't try. Wow. I didn't. Devin and I have okay. similar taste in music. <laughs> yeah, you guys are. I smile. You wave. Sad rook. On your face. <laughs> yeah, last week you alphaed him with a thrash man mix and conspiracy theories, and now he, now Devin is picking the same favorite song as you. <laughs> well, I guess this is growing no, he's, up. He's learning that you know, if for him to be better, he needs to be closer to me. And right now he's sitting right next to me. I so. just I I took my notes earlier in the week and I didn't revise them as I you know so so I said come back to me later. I'm not too sure. On this. His notes say I can see it from here. How to be like RJ? No, it doesn't say that. Doesn't you say that. I have my glasses on. You don't. You're gonna wake up and just see Devin eating hot dogs in the morning. <laughs> like, I almost ate one today. Like, like, oh, I do have some in the fridge. Of course you Fuck do. Yeah. You always do. Yes, I forgot I ordered this. Okay, anyway, but he's trying to do the hot dog competition where he's just goom, 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 and just trying to eat as many as he can to turn into me. <laughs> Is that how I turn into you? Yeah, yeah you got just Kirby's into you. It's the only, yeah. <laughs> Is that how you became you? You just yeah, Kirby hot dogs? <laughs> yeah, when the back of that story. delivery truck opens up, your mouth just covers the entire thing. Nope, 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 nope. Like, literally, the driver comes out. He's like, what the fuck happened? Got more? (laughs) (laughs) Just finished them all in one. (sighs) What were you going to... You were going to tell Mike that something was hot dogs. That was good. (laughs) What does that mean? What? Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Fuck, I'm speaking like RJ now. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Yo, this pudding's amazing. It's real hot dogs. (laughs) Yo, shit hot dog dog. Shit hot dog. We're talking about like corned beef hash or something or Spam. This Spam is real hot dog right now, brother. (laughs) (laughs) This is crispy hot dog right now. I like corned beef hash. Yeah, but there was something. St. Patrick's Day? Do you have a shamrock shake? No. I I I pinched uh, him because he wasn't wearing green. No, your dog pinched me. Yeah. (laughs) I told him to. I was like, with his mouth. I was like, kill him. (laughs) I had uh, Lucky Charms uh, Rice Krispie Treats. Does that make sense? Ooh, yeah. No. Makes sense. I had corned beef sandwiches at work for for Thanksgiving, for St. Patrick's Day? Yeah. I've had three of them so far. Is it like a special or did you <laughs> yeah, just it's a special? Okay. Is that what you no, his bought is it the, for the house? The corn hot dog. No, corn beef hash is the in a can. Corn hot dog hash. Ooh. <laughs> it's in a can, so it's basically hot dog it's shake. It's in a can. It's in a can, brother. <laughs> it's a hot dog shake. <laughs> Not a hot dog shake. I said it's a hot dog no, shake. I, that, that wins. I like that. Yo, baby, give me that hot dog shake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what you get a hot dog in a can, brother. <laughs> can me and my hot dog shake slide over? Oh, yeah. 
No, there's something you were, ta- were talking about, and we're like, yeah, it's just a bunch of meat put together. It's basically hot dogs. And then you're like, oh, I'm going to tell Mike that that's hot dogs. <laughs> Sausage? Is that what you're talking about? No, I think we were talking about corned beef hash. Oh, spam, because I was just like, oh, does not spam? Ma- like, said something about sp- spam, and you're like, oh, Mike likes spam. I'm like, oh, he does? I was. Just I never said him. I like spam. Piece of yeah. shit, don't you? Tell him spam. No, because I was like saying something that like if he likes it and just say it's just like hot dogs because it's all mixed together. Pepperoni or just little hot dogs? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen them? Oh, yeah, <laughs> they're just little saucer hot dogs. Yeah, makes sense. Now, is a hot dog not a hot dog if it's in the shape that it's in? If it's in the shape of a oh, wiener? Are you talking about if you slice it lengthwise and then put it on two pieces of bread? Is it still a hot dog if it's it still in a different dog? shape? Is a hot dog a sandwich? Could make it into a sandwich. Is it a sandwich as it is? No. Hot dog in a bun? A bun? No. Why? It's a cheeseburger. (laughs) 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 Sir, I ordered a cheeseburger. Yeah, that's it. No, where's the hot dog? (laughs) (laughs) The cheese on mayo, ketchup on there, you're golden. This bun is far too wide and not nearly long enough. Uh, I'm going to see what I can dip my hot dogs in tonight. Yeah, I'm excited. That's like saying, is a a cheeseburger a sandwich? If a hot dog is a sandwich, a cheeseburger is a sandwich. I mean, I would say a cheeseburger is a sandwich before I'd say a hot dog is a sandwich. Yeah, but if a, if a cheeseburger is a sandwich, a hot, is a is an Italian open roll sandwich? Is That's a sandwich, right? With Is a margarita pizza actually a pizza? Yeah, and... What's up? Doesn't have cheese. Sicily. It's gay. <laughs> is it like a pita a sandwich? Pita? Something, something shoved in the pita bread? I mean, no. it's bread. That's a pocket. Yeah. That's a pocket food. That's a pussy. It's a hot pocket a sandwich. No, it's a hot no, pocket. It's a hot pocket. <laughs> it's a cal- that's that's like like saying, How do you not like, get this? That's what I'm saying. It's a calzone. <laughs> a hot dog, essentially. That's what you're saying. No, that's a hot cal- pocket. Is a calzone a sandwich? Calzone's a hot pocket. Is a calzone a pizza? No, it's a hot pocket. Calzone is a pizza. No, no, see, it's not. It's a hot pocket. Calzone is a pizza. No, a oh, pizza sad. is a pizza. Brother, I, I made calzones. <laughs> when did yeah. you make a calzone? When I worked at Round Table. Oh He's yeah, like, like thirty years ago. Never worked <laughs> yeah. at Round Table. I made calzones too that you brought home and you put in your oven. Yeah, and how'd you make them? You just take a pizza and you fold it over. That's not how we made it. We had specific dough for the calzones. Hot pocket. You had different dough for the calzones? Yeah. No, I'm lying. But Yeah, I knew it. It's the same <laughs> dough. You make it the same way and you fold it over. You ain't got to lie to me. I know, I know what's up. You know, I made extra large calzones where I just put another pizza crust on top of my pizza. Oh, that, yeah, they had those at Bob Murphy's Okay, too. so does it matter about... I invented it. They didn't have it there. <laughs> the crust or said bread that you use that makes it a sandwich, hot pocket, or, you know, a burger. I don't know what the hot pocket crust is made of, but I don't think it's bread. I think it's crust. <laughs> I don't know what crust is. All right, but if you get a pizza and fold it in half, it's not a hot pocket. It's still a pizza, right? Yeah, it's pizza. So if you get like, if like you, you make take a, hot a pizza, pizza and dough. fold it in half, is it a calzone? Yes. See, that's before you cook it. What about after you cook it? No, that's a folded in half pizza. 
what if I what if you cook a calzone and I cut it length like and, and slice it down the middle? Like you know hot dog. Does that become a hot dog? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's a pita. That you just made a pita now. So a calzone can become a pita? Yes. Okay. How can I make it into a hot dog? And a pizza when you fold it in half after it's cooked, not a calzone. It's what a is taco. It? <laughs> now you're getting into your Mexican food variety. Okay. Okay. What's the Mexican pizza then? That's a sandwich. Mexican pizza. <laughs> That's a torta. It's a sandwich. That is a sandwich. Or sopa. Sopa? I think it's torta, right? Well, torta is the sandwich, but sopas? That's, that's a sopa. That's a sandwich. That is a sandwich. That but, is, is that a burger? Pupusas. Hot pocket. Hey, now. We can't Sorry. say that. <laughs> Pot stickers? Is that a hot pocket? Hot pockets. That's a burrito. hot pockets? Yeah. <laughs> Unless they have tomatoes in them, then it's a calzone. <laughs> you get a Panda Express. Can I get some of those hot pockets, please? <laughs> I want some of those calzones too, sir. Those are egg rolls. <laughs> no, no. What do you call Can the... I get those Chinese burritos? <laughs> the cream cheese rangoons. Yeah. Can I get those Asian taquitos you got there? <laughs> Wait, cream cheese rangoons. Oh, those are just those are just crab claws. <laughs> They're just little like I don't but know. Some of them don't have crab in it. Yeah, true so cheese claws cheese claws <laughs> damn cheese claws that's, a, th- so that's a thing of their own nothing imitates that there's no comparison no, you know it's a taco salad what's a taco salad because no, the, the salad goes like this but you're only pushed in a little bit <laughs> taco salad is an ice cream cone no it's a taco no in the shell bowl yeah it's an ice cream cone they serve a lot of the uh here the waffle cones with fried chicken Places. See, yeah, yeah. Oh. taco salad, ice cream cone. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you should like ice cream more. You know what's really oh. big here? Let's go get some ice cream. Um, frozen custard is really big here. Oh. And then I, I don't know if it's pronounced kolaches or kolaches. Mm, those you, are boots for the rain. Well, there's galoshes. Okay, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, but it might be pronounced kolaches. Never uh, heard of that. They're like pretty big here. Huh. See, I'm just weird and then I think of Texas as having a lot of barbecue places. Is there a lot of barbecue places? You think they put barbecue sauce on their frozen yogurt? Probably everything. That's just in my mind. Damn, I would have some barbecue sauce flavored ice cream though. Uh kolachi is a Czech pastry made of yeast dough and usually filled with fruit, but sometimes cheese. So it's like a so it's Danish. A, it's like a hot pocket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Life's now easy. I get it. But it's cold, right? Or is it hot? Uh, it's hot. What is? I'm just gonna Ooh, hot go. pocket. Hot pocket. Which is calzone. I want to see if this. This. I'm gonna send this picture to you guys and see if okay. R- RJ bus. <laughs> this. This is what they have here in Texas. Okay, let me just send it. Here they have breakfast tacos too. Like a soft taco. I don't know. I'm for sure Austin has breakfast tacos. Yeah, they're soft tacos. Oh, fuck, RJ. <laughs> Is that too much for Damn. you, RJ? I have no image yet. Oh, because your phone's gay. You mean gay. to just show you? That works, your, too. Your phone gay? All right. Don't come on my screen. What is that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to get closer and find out? 
The sausage. Okay, so it's like a hot dog hot pocket. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Shit, I'm down. Let me zoom in closer. You like that? Is that jalapenos on it too? And it's what, jalapenos what on is, it. What else is in there? That's a hot dog, brother. <laughs> Don't know what besides the hot dog. Cheese, man. <laughs> oh, I'm in. I'm all in. That's a, what, that's a pierogi, though. What the right? that? Pierogi is like a Polish hot pocket. <laughs> <laughs> well, these are Czechs. This is the, the Czech version. Yeah, I'm down for either one. But it's still hot pocket. <laughs> Life's easy now. I get it. Yeah. You just ask for pot pockets or sandwiches wherever you go. <laughs> All right. Now I got a question for both of you. Hmm. Soup in a bread bowl. What's that? Is that uh, a sandwich? That's a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> that is a fucking pizza. <laughs> Yo, I want to get your clam chowder pizza. <laughs> Chowder pizza sounds so fucking good. Yeah, RJ, you change the menu at your work. <laughs> yes. That only the employees know yes. the proper things. And people yes. ask for a bread bowl, I'll be like, okay, yeah, we're yeah. going to make a pizza for this son of a yes. bitch. This fucking guy comes in coffee shop wanting pizza. <laughs> we need a clam chowder bowl <laughs> stash. Uh, no, I I started the outro music because it's oh, ten yeah. minutes long. But Devin, it's so, clicking. <laughs> yeah, it's ten minutes long. Uh, so Devin's uh, he says he's gonna start his title run today. Oh wait, we gotta rate oh, yeah. the, rate my mix real quick. Oh yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Hurry, let's rate. Four point seven out of five. Hell yeah, that's because I'm seven. The, that's because seven. I'm the champ. That's because I'm the champ. RJ. Oh, I didn't we'll give see. It, I didn't see the John nice. Jones song. We'll I'm see. the champ. We'll that's see. me. <laughs> yeah, I'm the yeah. champ. Yeah, I, I do cocaine and I beat the shit out of RJ. That's what <laughs> yeah. I do. I'm the champ. I gave RJ. you a four point two. Oh, I'm okay. content with this. I listened to this multiple times, even though sometimes they didn't mix in with each other. I still gave you a four point two because I did enjoy it and you know just the concept of it. I was like, oh, you get a solid four out of this, so four point two. What was your favorite song again? Uh, I did four three one. Four. Okay, Mark Hoppus. <sighs> Fuck yeah, I gotta change mine. My favorite song is one. I don't get any. Three. I don't get a four point five from you, RJ. The title of it's good. Ooh, I, I did like the title. The <laughs> songs together yeah, yeah, all I can't work change really it. well. Devin, have a great Devin intro like, and a great outro. No, you could change it. We're, the, we're, this, uh, we're ever evolving. Mm. Now, I still don't know my favorite, least favorite. I'm going to go to the Athletic Commission over this, RJ. Yeah, you're going to get fucking piss tested, RJ. Yeah, I'm going to have a hot dog. I know you're doping over there. Yeah. <laughs> It's mixtape doping. He's, he's, he's got EPO running through him. I know he does. Yeah. He's going to wake up in the middle of the night, get on a stationary bike just so he doesn't die. Well, All right, Devin. Yeah, Devin's going on his, uh, his title is, run yeah. here. Yeah, will first one be, on the title run. Will he be an Islam Makashev or will he mm. be a Tony Ferguson? Where's oh, he going to be? Flopping. He's flopping. <laughs> he's flopping. He's retired. Is he past his prime? Yeah, he's done. Did he lose his shot at a title run? Listen. Yeah. No, no, he just watched, uh, what is that, Yellowstone? So he thinks he's a cowboy now. And Cerrone, Ooh. he done too. Ooh, you're a cowboy Cerrone. You're just, you, you just uh, suck, like suck the teeth of the UFC, huh? I don't like that RJ successfully put that all together. But well, he could have called you Cowboy Oliveira, which is a different. 
I would never be a Brazilian. <laughs> what are you saying? I don't care. I'm skipping that interview. <laughs> yeah, I do skip all the Brazilian interviews. I don't want to hear them mumble through, you know, possibly trying to speak English and then. <laughs> no, I don't need that. Fucking deaf Germans. Um, yeah, so this is my first. My first foray into, uh, you know, going for the belt. And uh, I've been working on this one for a while. I found music that brings me pure joy. And I don't I don't usually go for pure joy music. I usually go for the more serious stuff. And th- this is serious, but it's it makes me happy. I also went Far East. I mm. kept it in Japan. You found the Japanese Cotton Eye Joe. That's, oh. that's where he went. Oh, <laughs> did you see that picture of uh, Joe Biden dancing? And it said, we found Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> I think he's tripping off of a set of stairs, but it looked Obama. like he was dancing. Obama. <laughs> Soda. Soda. <laughs> Obama. Soda. Uh, Lil D is a great nickname for DeSantis, too. Yeah. He's. Oh, dude. Have you heard the shit that he's, like, trying to pull over there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. About, like... <laughs> so, okay, before we do this mixtape thing, <laughs> we got ten minutes. <laughs> he fucking... Six minutes, 43 seconds. He he told the... Uh, or he said that he's introducing a bill to um, get rid of the Democratic Party in Florida. <laughs> but the basis of it is... It's such a troll job. It's hilarious. I gotta give him credit for it. He's trying to get rid of parties... That have uh, like played a part in being pro slavery. Mm. <laughs> so, like, it's just bringing up the fact that that name, the Democratic Party, was pro slavery yeah, right. back in the day. It's like we need to abolish anything that was pro slavery because that's what you fucking liberals want to do. It's like, that's kind of sick, but you're fucking dumb, <laughs> you know. But I'll I'll be voting for him. Obama, Obama, soda. Um. So uh, this mix is called, because, you know, I've been turning Japanese lately. Ooh, you've been think, jerking off a lot? Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, a little bit more than usual. But, I mean, I've just been immersing myself in Japanese culture lately. And mm. I am slowly turning Japanese. So this one is called Turning jazz panese oh, I really think so. Here we go. Here we go. You five have out of five. You have a pun in the title. Why would I not have a pun, Mike? There's a perfect <laughs> one right in front of my I just, face. I thought we were going for a title <laughs> no, run. I, I, like the I was under so. the assumption you like that, that, was nice. that we were going for a title run here. But did you see the title, though? Yeah, of course, RJ. Yeah. Did you see the parentheses? Yeah. It's yeah I'm good. looking at it. <laughs> cool. It's good. It's good. It's pretty good. All right. He has "Don't Stop Believing" the first song. Has it, has anybody heard of these? Uh, no, I have not. I hope it brings you pure joy. I'm intrigued. I'm excited. It all about came this from one band that showed up out of nowhere. I don't even remember where, and I can't find any information about them except for one one white dude that is an expat living in Japan that stumbled into one of their shows. And it sounds so fucking sick. Can I make a comment? Yeah. It's the same length as Mike's. 
32 the last song actually the second to last song is the same length as mike's last song mine's bigger mine's bigger actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah my next this mix is, is rj comebacks now <laughs> <laughs> mine's sorry. bigger I, i'm sorry i separated my toes today and i think i'm just feeling a little bit off because of it on purpose weird toe gels yeah I'm living life with my toes not touching right now. <laughs> he basically painted his toenails and he's letting them dry. You're a real gecko man, huh? I wish I'm working towards it. I'm going to climb up these fucking walls. Yeah. Um, right. well, I, was hoping, I was hoping for something different. You know, but. I think you might be pleasantly surprised. No, I'll be, I'll be, yeah, I'll enjoy it. Yeah. I was really hoping that you were going to do that one mix. Uh, which one? Of that uh, band you sent me. Okay. That's is that, is that still coming? Oh, yeah. And okay. I found something else, too. Okay, good. That more makes me happy, but also works with all of that. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. That one's coming. It's part of my title run. I'm doing a, I'm doing a three-mix title run here. I'm, just, I'm getting it done in three. Yeah, so this is the first one. Giving here. a heads up, yeah. mine's not going to be a title run. I think, or, just ahead. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Devin, Devin. You know, I don't. I don't know if a Devin. Devin is a young prospect. Devin, do you consider yourself a pro- young prospect or? I'm hungry. You're hungry. Yeah. yeah. You, you've been reignited. Hot dogs. Uh, yeah. I've been reignited. I've been in the game for a little while, mm. but you know, I. This is really the first time I've trained. Mm. You You're know, like I, Jose Aldo when he went down. Oh, wait. Class. Yeah, I'm more like uh, yeah. I'm more like Ryan Spain, where I've been fighting for a while, but like I finally put get, in the training for this now. And you get subbed pretty easily because you think that you can grapple. Okay, no, I'm thinking of uh, <laughs> a different black guy. <laughs> uh, you got Kevin this, Devin. Holland. You got this. I was Kevin Holland for a little bit, mm. but now I'm Jamal Hill. That's <laughs> <who it is. laughs> Damn. <laughs> Which black guy is it? <laughs> He's Jonah Hill. Did you hear that? Shut up. Not yeah. RJ is a... <laughs> RJ is a real Nate Diaz, then. Huh? RJ's Jared Vandera. <laughs> no, I look at RJ as Nate Diaz. No. He's just stocks no. and slapping you all day. You see day. me? No. You see me? I'm flexing just like he is. Do something, bro. <laughs> Yeah, well, you can fucking come up to 185, then we'll see what's up. <laughs> yeah, you know? we'll see what's up. He's fast. He's got good boxing, great mm-hmm. jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Oh. Can't fucking talk right. <laughs> <laughs> He's been hitting the head a lot. <laughs> uh, he's got a lot of scar tissue around his eyebrow. Coming, <laughs> think you're coming for this fucking, fucking bell? Think again, motherfucker. <laughs> A crowd favorite, RJ. Yeah. <laughs> he knows how to sell tickets. That's right. Free agent, RJ. Oh, he is. You can try to eat my fucking hot dog. I don't think so, <laughs> motherfucker. I told Devin that I, for a birthday present, I wish I knew some, like, you know, I knew people in the UFC. So I could just hide one of the fighters in his room. And it's like Devin gets home from a long work day and he walks in his room. I'm like, oh, yeah, your birthday present's in there. And it just, just starts beating the shit out of him. And he's like, oh, I'm so for that. So we need to arrange that. I would be fine if somebody arranged a fight with a UFC fighter for my birthday. The way you presented it, though, made it sound like 
he was going to have sex with me, and I didn't like that. <laughs> 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 like, your birthday present's in your room. It's a large black Frenchman. Cyril gone. Yeah. He's French. Oh, are you? That's the only... I guess you might be Cyril gone. No, because he's already fought for it. Do you think you fought for the title already and lost twice? No, I haven't really... <laughs> I haven't fought for it yet, I don't think. <laughs> no, I mean, I've, I've had aspirations, but I've been deterred. No, this is his and, title run. And I'm finally taking it seriously now. And I got a lot of years left. I'm Glover Teixeira. You're you're a forty two year old Glover. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm a forty two year old Brazilian turtle man. 